Hello and welcome back to the F24 podcast. My name is David and every two weeks or so I will create a visit me in my studio in North Acton. I'll go to them at theirs and talk to them about their lives and interactions with London or wherever they're from, culture and creativity. I'm in Scotland, Helium 5 to be precise and wow we've been lucky. Beautiful sandy beaches, amazing walks, great food and the weather, god damn. I've got a tan but it is pretty easy though, I am half Egyptian. But yeah we've been blessed, it's been beautiful out here. I've loved it and the dogs, well, they're having the time of their lives. It's been a much needed break and rest from work. It's been a lovely two weeks. I'm back in the city on Monday and I'll crack on with the rest of the year. Before I left for my holidays, Australian Tom Gerard came over and visited me. He's another artist I've known for years and years, like literally years and years. And we've painted, we've drunk, we've smoked, we've looked after each other's friends with places to stay. And now we also do a podcast based on the creative lives we're living and of our friends. Tom, well, he travels like serious adventure traveling. It's been him and his wife's thing since meeting 20 years ago. He's from and based in Melbourne, Australia, and Tom gets into that and what it was like growing up there in the 80s and 90s. There's a bit of an unconventional and quite a dangerous life for a 16 year old, but he tells us what that was like, how school was, getting introduced to skating and his first graffiti experiences, and basically about how those teen years went. Quite nuts, I think. We chat about the chance encounter with his 2B wife, traveling around the world and painting, and the different creative paths he took until he gave into the pressure and stepped up to be a full-time artist. Tom's lived a full life so far and it's great catching him whilst he was in town, preparing for the show he's curated at Stolen Space, featuring his work alongside two other Australian artists. As I've said, I've known Tom for years and it was great to fill in the gaps within the time I've known him over a couple of beers and a smoke. Loads of great memories, loads of great stories. Go check out Tom's work while you're listening at Tom underscore Gerard, G-E-R-R-A-R-D, and then another underscore to Tom underscore Gerard underscore on Instagram whilst you're listening. His work's dope. Enjoy. This is F24. Okay, I think I feel that you've got a real knack for getting people's life out of them a bit more than just their career. Whereas my, my podcast is very career orientated, if you yeah. know what I mean. Where yours is more like stories of people's lives. Yeah, I mean, I think my main thing really is it, it's not even it's not about the culture and it's not about the career. It's it's about the person. And then I think the one thing I'm really trying to get across here is and I, I do it for people who don't know and I do it for the people who do know and wonder how, like me. Basically, we're all the fucking same and we can all do this shit, anything we want. Doesn't matter where you're from, what thing you choose to do and how you choose to do it, it's all possible. Mm. And I think that's the main message I'm trying to push. And then I know people from our culture, so I'll use that. But what I love about your podcast is that I'm being introduced to many different people. Mm. I'm trying to reach out more now, but it's hard. Yeah. I mean, you've got, I think you've got a great knack at pulling in people and having these amazing conversations, which are career based, but they're great because it's really informative. Yeah. But in a different vein to what I do, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the other thing is, T, I'm deep on that therapy stuff. Mm. I love psychotherapy. My girlfriend's a psychotherapist. Mm. I've been through it. My son's doing it. Like, I just, the power of talking to me is amazing. Yeah, I don't know much about psychotherapy. Is I that think what it is? It's like, it's just it, opening up. Yeah, it's just, it's yeah. just fucking, and I don't, I don't want to do psychotherapy people. I don't want people saying shit that they haven't said before or drag up some shit from the past, as you would in a therapy session. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. traumatic anyway, or something yeah, that you're yeah, not yeah. very knowledgeable yeah. of. But um, that's why I push therapy so much, because the amount of shit we carry... 
and again, it's one of those things. Doesn't matter where you're from. You're all. Everyone's entitled to their own issue. If you've, if you're rich enough to own a Lamborghini and you smash it, you've got the right to be upset about it and moan about it, just as much as the person who grew up in the shithole estate and yeah. went through. It's the same thing. Yeah, because there's nothing to say that that person who smashed their Lamborghini didn't work their fucking ass off. Exactly, it. Yeah. and it's all it's whatever's relative for you. But I think the point is, is that then if we can all go and talk about that. Mm. And you open up about it, you get past it. And I've got mates of mine, and I was guilty of it myself. If you, I feel if you don't talk, you just have you put brick walls up in front of you, and you can't excel. Yeah. And totally. you know, yeah. people do it in various ways, and one of my ways is talking. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I want other people to do. That's great. Like as you know, like through doing it, so like you're what fifty-one episodes. Yeah, this would be like, fifty-one. Yeah. So you, like. You know how to uh, like. You know that you're getting a lot out of just having conversations. Because oh, I feel mate. the same. It's like yeah. people say, "Oh, what about getting sponsors and this and that yeah. and da da da." da. It's like, man, I like, this is I'm more than enough. So much out of doing yeah. this, that it doesn't. It fuels everything else I'm doing. Yeah. Like, and it's you know, I've, I thought about it the other day. I've done I've done more podcasts than I've done painting in the last year, mm. and I'm like, yeah, because it's given me the same shit. Mm. Like, it's I don't need anyone to give me any money for this. Yeah, you know what I mean, this yeah. is. And you don't want to be told that you have to do it either. Don't want to be told I have to do it. And I, I, I did honestly think that at the beginning. Mm. I was like, oh, that's sick. I've done a few. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah, maybe I could get some you know, sponsorship and I could make this worth my while. And then 10, 10 episodes in and you're like, this really is worth my fucking while. Mm. I'm addicted to this. Yeah, yeah. When I haven't been able to do them as well, I've been like, fuck, I haven't been able to do But them. also sitting down with people that you never thought you'd sit down with as well. No. You're going, fuck. And you get to know people instead of just going, Oh yeah, I caught up with him and a bunch of other people. Yeah, you sat down one on one. Yeah, and had well a proper conversation. I think this is a great thing about podcasts. Is mm. in this world we're living in now, you know, you're here for however long you're here for. Every day is completely packed, shit to do constantly. Mm. Mm. We never get this time yeah. in our everyday life to sit here and talk. And luckily, us two doing these podcasts do. Yeah, yeah. we get to gratify ourselves by having these long conversations with people. We make this time to happen. In our every, I, before I did this podcast, I don't know when the last time was I'd chat down with anyone other than a couple of my best mates or my lady for more than two hours. Mm. But when would I, I ain't got the time for that. Yeah. I'll come and have a beer with you for an hour, coffee, 45 mm. minutes. Other than that, I've got to get on my day, man. Yeah. Go and see my best mate in Brighton, go and hang out with my boy Harry. Might paint, spend a few hours, but doing this, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. The give back is amazing. Exactly. I get people into my studio as well. Mm. Like, um, if people want to come around and hang out, they go, I'll oh, come and hang out. It's like, you can come and hang out, but bring some art supplies or bring something. Like, oh, I, you can use anything i got, but like, I, I can't stop painting. I've got work to do. Lovely. And, well, they don't even work. I love painting. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like, you know, you've got agreements to fulfill. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, and so, ideas to, to pull off and all exactly. that type of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's exciting. I don't want to be like, man, I didn't get shit done because mm. I stood around talking all mm. day, like standing around art supplies talking. Exactly. You're like, what? <laughs> Actually, when yeah. I interviewed Ben, like you, he was painting. He was um, doing a canvas and I was at his studio while we talked. Yeah. Lovely. And then you can hear in the interview and a bit of tape. He's like, yeah, fuck it. He's like, yeah, come round, D, but I'm being productive. Where is your studio then? It's in Melbourne. Is that where you live? called Caulfield. Yeah. You live full time in Melbourne, yeah. Yeah. Is that where you're from? Uh, yeah, I am. You're wicked. Yeah, you grew yeah. up there. Yeah. Amazing, man. Yeah. Are we, are we recording? We're recording. Oh, I didn't even realise. Sorry. No, that's cool. Caught you off guard. <laughs> I recording sounds good. No, yeah. I've turned the fan off. The beginning might sound a bit fuzzy, but I'll get rid of the... Um... I'll try and stop squeaking in the chair then. 
Yeah, it's all ambient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, How old are you, Tom? Sorry. I'm uh, 41. Oh, right, a couple of years older than me. A year and a bit older than me. Yeah, yeah so we're same generation. Yeah. 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 Okay. 77. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I grew up in Melbourne. Centre of the city, or I mean, like, what's it like oh, in terms I of the city? Ar- I moved around a lot because um, my uh, my parents split up when I was three. Mm-hmm. For, for the first three years, I was in the um, in the Dandenong Ranges, which is just outside of Melbourne, okay. in Belgrave. And my dad stayed there. And my mum moved to the city. Right. Yeah. And you were going back and forth a bit, or just staying with dad predominantly? And... Uh no, I was, I was moved out with my mum. Oh, right. I, but I'm a twin as well. Yeah. So oh, you were a twin? Yeah. Wow. And I've got an older sister. Yeah. So my, my twin brother came with me uh-huh. and we moved in with mum. And, and my dad stayed. My dad went and uh, lived in a caravan out the back of my grandma's house with my sister. Crazy. And, uh, but we, we moved around a bit. My mum moved in with this guy though. He was like an abusive guy. Oh, fuck sake. Like that. It was pretty fucked. But, yeah. um, so we, uh, we were in, with him for a few years and then we went to a uh, like a student house. Oh, is it? Yeah, it was cool. We had like a, just a, the front bedroom. Yeah. And me, my mum and my brother all slept in the same bed. Fucking hell. We, uh, How old are you then? Uh, it's like pre-primary school. Like it, I think I was like going The one like, up to primary school and early I primary school. I think I was school. like five, maybe yeah. four or five and then maybe six. Wow, man. What but a I know fucking that, mad few years. Yeah. But I know that by um, grade two, uh-huh. my mum got a good job. Uh-huh. Like, well, good for them, like secretary work and stuff Which like is? that. But, uh, you know. And then we uh, moved to a good house in Kensington, which mm. is an area of Melbourne. Nice. But it's real, um, I don't know, it's a, uh, it was really industrial area. Yeah. And then it became like, um, full like uh, Junkieville oh, for a few it? years there. Mate, what a first yeah. fucking six years though. Yeah. That must have been nuts with you, you and your brother and sister. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, a, I mean, I you know, did it. As a kid, you, yeah, yeah as people a, go, oh, you know, like this, um, you know, oh, we, you know, Got to wrap cotton wool around the kids. Mm-hmm. Man, we didn't know any different. No, no, f- fuck the cotton wool. I, yeah. Experience is all about it. It's all yeah. about the experience. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a great thing. You just hope there's a little bit of handheld in or someone looking out along the journey. That's all. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it's great that kids go through shit. Like, yeah, you, yeah. You can't. You can't. But we, we didn't have any idea on um, like anything different. No. It's just what was happening. This was, our, this was your life. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. This is how our life is. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's only when you get older you start comparing yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. And then we yeah we got a decent place. We got to about ten, and my brother uh moved down with my dad. Okay. And my sister swapped. Oh wow. Yeah, and that was uh yeah it was cool. Like yeah. and then uh, I was in high school. Da da da. da. I don't know. I don't want to talk him. too too much about my childhood. It's just I don't know. I don't want to get like yeah 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 too much to talk about. To yeah, I bet it's loose. Skim through it. Was that area, so Kensington at the time, <laughs> industrial and all that? Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, back to Kensington. Yeah, it was um, it was real industrial and they uh, there just wasn't anything happening there. Yeah. I was the only, like, I was skating and there was a couple, there was like two guys down the street that skated. Yeah. And was it bro- just older families there, like older couples or not just many people living there? And of- oh, just, it was just, there wasn't a lot of people living wow, there. Yeah, just yeah. a dead area. Yeah, and there, it was a lot of like, it's really close to the city though. Uh-huh. Like now it's, a desirable area right yeah 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 like one was, of those yeah it was like um two stops from the center of the city fucking hell yeah yeah so it's real close but yeah. it just even now it's still i don't know i talk to people at home and they go oh, where you where'd you grow up i said yeah. kensington they're like fuck no one grew up there like, yeah i know <laughs> yeah. <It's a> rarity. <laughs> i grew up there i know but uh but yeah so um grew how up did there. you get into skating there uh oh do you remember saw, that saw back to the future Oh yeah, yeah. The first one. Yeah, the first one. Where yeah. um, 
Michael J. Fox is holding onto the back of the cars. Yeah. And me and my brother are just like, Dad, we want a skateboard. That's the shit. <laughs> That's the shit. Were there people skating in school or around the area, did you see? Uh, no, nah, I was the only no, skater. Amazing. We got some of our friends into it, but no one stuck with it. Yeah. You know, for a few years, there was a few of us skating, but I don't know. When I was like, became a teenager and it was like core to me. Yeah. Like, like you knew. passionate, like yeah. living for it, you know. I just skated on my own all the time. So I was old enough to go into the city. Wow. And then once I went into the city, I started hanging out with all the skaters in That's the city. That's when you find them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was, that was awesome. Like, right. just great life just thrashing through town in so the this 90s. is mostly out of school as well then you were finding people out of school predominantly yeah oh yeah i had friends in school though i was yeah. always um but you, the skating thing wasn't just relying uh, on people from school yeah no 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 this was like yeah it's yeah it's like being a, a writer yeah and people say oh so you spend a lot of time with your workmates it's like no i hang out with writers yeah 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 so it was the same thing you know hanging yeah. out with skaters amazing and, uh, yeah and going to the city but the good thing is you got people of all ages yeah and like i don't know that's what heaps of crazy shit going on lots of personalities what yeah. was um what was the city like back then so this must have been early 90s when you started going into the city yeah yeah well there was a problem that happened in in the 90s like in the oh, i guess yeah it was like this was like mid 90s i was still in high school mm-hmm. and um like the rave culture mm-hmm. hit australia mm-hmm. and so there was lots of people partying and all that sort of stuff and taking drugs and uh but then the problem was is like the heroin ec- epidemic hit the city right and uh yeah i know it was it was pretty harsh i was living with some friends did that all come off the back of the same scene do you think well or was it just elevate the heroin scene elevated around the same time you think well this was my experience to it yeah yeah and i was young like yeah mind you i was still in high school at this yeah. time but and, you're watching uh, whatever you're seeing yeah. this happen yeah i wasn't having a I was having a few disputes at home uh-huh. and uh i decided to leave at like 16. oh wow okay yeah. And then, uh, but I went and moved in with some guys who I met up the road, uh-huh. and they were like older than me, and like had some, you know, they're like only two or three years older than me. That's but when you're a kid, time. that's big. Yeah, know? that is. <laughs> it's just so, that's a big sixteen and moving out yeah. into with three older kids. Yeah. So what they were doing, they were that's doing old, older kid shit. If yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. They yeah. were drinking. They were all smoking a lot of weed. Yeah. Which, you know, it's fine, but um. I don't know, like, but it was more like the, uh, like, start getting into drugs and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then was, that lifestyle that comes with it, like, especially those 19, 20 year old years. Yeah, yeah, just, just loose, reckless. Yeah, you know? Basically, yeah, loose and reckless, was it? Like, not thinking about any future. Like yeah, just yeah. So, uh, yeah, through those years, I, I, I ended up, uh, like, having to move out of that house because one by oh, one, fair. everyone started getting hooked on heroin. Fuck. Yeah. And you just watched this happen. I watched it happen. Really close friends, you know, we we're like a family. Yeah. yeah, and were you? Did you stay in school? Uh, I didn't pass year twelve. You didn't. I got to. I got right near the end, but I failed on um, on uh, on showing up on attendance. Yeah, yeah. And that was because of the way you were living. Well, school was like my business. Yeah, like I was going there to work to make money to live. Yeah, because I was paying rent, all this sort of stuff. So, yeah. so yeah, you had to be there, but selling weed and stuff on. like that. Yeah. yeah. Did you get into graffiti that young as well? Or no, this this was weird, right? Because what happened is my um like i was a skater hanging out with skaters but i was a bit of a chameleon in high school right. like and also because i was a guy that was selling yeah selling drugs and stuff like that people would all want to be my friend yeah you know so i could i was friends with every group yeah and they knew you as one type of person yeah, as well so, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so all the all the writers that were at school because i went to a school that was like really famous in melbourne for its graph writers wow okay yeah it's uh it's called swinburne okay. and like I don't know if Swindler. you're from Melbourne there's, or Australia, you'd know like yeah. 
Puzzle went there. Like yeah. TGC started when I was there, which is a big crew. Wow. And yeah. uh, I know there was heaps. I think Murder went there. A whole bunch of riders. Fucking hell, yeah. Like a lot of WCA and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it was... Um, OG school then. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm dropping these names, but I'm... Puzzle. For the listeners in, in Melbourne. Yeah, <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. Big up Melbourne. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, that was... Uh, so it was really influential, but... So I was there, I was hanging out with a lot of the riders. Mm-hmm. And I was always the guy sitting trackside, like spotting or just hanging out, smoking a joint, whatever, having a beer mm-hmm. while they're doing their pieces. And you were just cool with that? I was cool with it. didn't even think of it. It was nah, just that... Nah, nah. And I was boys, a skater and all pay. that sort of stuff. Yeah. And, and through doing this, I met... Um, I met a lot of riders, but uh, I had some friends that lived up the street from me. Mm. And they saw that... They, they'd come around to the house and stuff here and there, and they saw that start started to see everyone go, going downhill, like, really quick. Yeah, all these riders were coming around and seeing this happen. Oh, yeah, just one in particular. Right, yeah. My mate, uh, Tusk, too. Uh-huh. He hooked me up big time. Uh, well, how do you spell that? T-U-S-K. Tusk, And then yeah. two, or yeah. Roman numeral. Yeah, lovely. Um, so he came around. He, well, he was a mate of mine from high school. Uh-huh. And he uh, and he said that um, he said you got to get out of that house, man. You're gonna go down with him. And I could, oh, oh man, I, I tell you what, I probably would have. And is is it common for sixteen year olds to leave home in Australia? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Your mates hadn't done that. No, 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 no. no. Right, yeah. I mean, these, these obviously, days these days it's not common for a bloody thirty-five-year-old to be. No, it isn't. No. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So yeah, right, so yeah, he's a, he's being yeah. a caring friend. Yeah, and so I went and moved in with these other guys for a bit, and that was cool. And, and who then, were these guys? Just another oh, just set of people random from friends. the area. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, and then I met um, and then Tusk's brother, who writes duet, who's mm-hmm. like an old Melbourne writer. Right. He uh, he moved out of his play of his bedroom mm-hmm. at their at his mum's house. And there was a spare room there, mm-hmm. and my mate Tuss said, "Oh, come and uh, come and stay there, come and stay here." And Amazing. Like, and through going in that house, it was just always filled with writers, mm-hmm. and they had piles of photo albums of like just every piece that's been done in Melbourne. Like wow. they were the historians of town, if you know what I mean. Like Duet went on to make a a book called King's Way with Puzzle. Yeah, and seen that, that. Um, Yeah, it's like a lot of those photos come from their that house, photo yeah. collection. So I was. They were educating me on who's who and this and that and da 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 da. And Tusk also skated, so. And what are you thinking you know. about at the same time? So like you're skating and you're living quite precariously. You know what I mean? I know you've managed to move in with a mate, but what are you thinking about yourself? Like it's a school you ain't finished. What do you think is going to happen? No. Nothing. You don't even con- contemplate. No, I I got a job. I got a job like working in kitchens mm-hmm. when I finished school because mm-hmm. like the guys I was living with, one of them was working in like a cafe and they right. needed someone to come in and like peel potatoes and yeah. stuff. And then the next day they needed someone up again and again yeah. and it just ended up becoming a job. Isn't so, it weird those those years, man? I was thinking about them recently and my son's going through them right now actually. Mm. And it's that time when you're just like, I wouldn't have a fucking clue, mate. Mm. Wouldn't have a clue what you want me to do tomorrow never mind about next week yeah yeah or what i'd like to do yeah it's hard to put put a finger on it at that time yeah just young and having fun i mm. still feel that way i feel still feel like i'm just taking day by day yeah. as i live yeah but i'm trying but, to make i'm making i'm oh, not trying i'm like i'm i'm deciding to make decisions for the future to plan things yeah. to make them happen it's but that's just, only because though that's because of a connection with culture mm. like we can all walk through life we can fuck up school i've done exactly the same as you mm. literally exactly the same and uh, went to work straight away because I had to. And if I didn't have my culture, mm. my life would have continued like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So this is why we're here to talk. 
Yeah. Yeah. So um. So that, anyway, you're at your mate's house. How old are you? Like 17 by then? 18 coming on 18. Yeah. 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 Like year 12, Wicked. finishing year 12. I think no, I would have finished by then. Yeah. Uh, I was working in the kitchen for probably a year. Uh-huh. So I'd probably like say a year or two out of high school. And what are your mates doing? What's Tusk and them lot doing? Just going full on the graffiti by then? Just when skating they and painting grass. Right. Yeah. And I think like I don't know. I had like I think he did like a paper round or some shit. Right. Like, yeah. As an older dude, just yeah. live, like live with mum, just get, get some a bit change. of cash in my pocket. Yeah, it's fine. Walk, walk the dog, yeah. chuck some papers over the fence, and get some yeah. cash. Isn't it? Yeah. I only want to paint and skate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And back then as well, paint was free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, through those guys, I like yeah, there was heaps, just heaps of writers hanging out at the house all the yeah. time, and then I started doing sketches, just blockbusters and that, and then I got um. And then I started going out and actually painting. Yeah. Because I was going out with them like every night, like hanging out. And, and so they said to you, come on, man, you might yeah, get this done. Yeah. But my first piece was a trackside and it was pitch black. And I couldn't see shit. And it was with fucking Azok and Mag from, um, I think Mag's from Germany and Azok's from the Czech Republic. Fucking hell. And they were touring Melbourne. They were crushing the trains and everything. Shit. And then, uh, and then there was Tusk 2 and New Rock and... I'm sorry if there was someone else there I can't remember. But wow, that's a nice first night, man. Yeah, and everyone everyone knew what the fuck they were doing. Of they course, piece, yeah. Your eyes hadn't piece. acclimatized properly and, yet to and paint. I was, and I was just I didn't know. I remember putting a New Yorker on a can and I did, and it was a can of white so you couldn't see the dot <laughs> and I, I sprayed it right in my face. <laughs> oh, and, um, shit. Yeah, because I had white all over yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just baffled at watching yeah. these people paint away and yeah. you're just there. Yeah, the, the piece lasted years. On. And it was right did in it? my mum's house as well, which is cool. I got to see it a lot. Nice. And then... Um, what did it say? Uh, I don't want to say it. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Yeah, and then uh, and then I did... Um, yeah, and then we did a whole... I did a whole bunch of pieces after that. Yeah. They were all either... Um, I think my first five pieces were all track sides and trains. Wicked, man. <laughs> Fucking hell, amazing. <laughs> like, I'm trying to practice. I, that's the thing. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And I suppose like, if if that if your mates are just painting track sides yeah. and trains, you haven't been introduced to halls of fame painting or anything no, like no, that. No. It's like, this is graffiti. I didn't even practice on Let's a bit go. of plywood in the backyard or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. It was just like, all right, he's like, what caps do I need? What yeah. cans do I need? All right, go for it. And when you hit the wall, you hit the wall. Yeah. That's it. It's on or yeah. the track train or whatever. Yeah. What was but, the first train like? Oh, that was that was. Uh, that was weird. I um, it was good actually, but um, I did a. Uh, hang on, let me go with my thoughts. We um, there was this guy, and I feel really bad because uh, we you know, we did some harsh shit to him in the past, and I want to apologise to him. Yeah, we changed though. But yeah, I know. Yeah. That uh, but he it was this guy we were hanging out with. But you know, you've got this guy in the group, and people take advantage of him yeah. and treat him like shit. Yeah. yeah. And we had a guy in the group like that, and uh-huh. I feel a bit bad taking advantage of him but uh i remember he came to the he came to our school skating at the skate park and he came and goes man i was in wincraft down the road and i bagged up fucking like 35 cans of golden chrome and i had it all in the bags ready to go but someone saw me so i just dropped into the doorway and walked like in this in aisle three and walked out and we go oh yeah we just jumped in our boards went straight down to wincraft walked in just picked them up and walked out the door. <laughs> and then uh <laughs> move and then um that night, there was a writer hanging out at a house called um, uh, Sick, uh-huh. and he's a really well-known uh, Melbourne writer, Sick. and he said, man, you should uh, go paint a panel. Yes. <laughs> so me and two mates, one of them had never painted before, I don't think, and the three of us, we went to this this train. It was like a more of a heritage train, but it looked like a big 
New York subway car. Oh, amazing. amazing. Yeah. But it was, and it was laid up at a platform in an industrial area. Oh, shit. And, uh, and we just went, oh, yeah, let's go do that. And, uh, so you'd spotted it before when you knew it was there. Yeah, I knew because so, we, we went skating around there and all that. Yeah. And, and it was weird. We used to skate on the um, freight trains. Like, I were really flat on the... When, when you pick up the, the container and take it off, yeah. it was flat and you'd get like a whole lot of them joined together. So we'd skate through and do tricks in between each carriage. Oh, my you know, God. It's like... And we, no, we just hang out <laughs> you there. You were like used to the yards spot, then, you know yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. hanging out in the yards, walking through, checking out the graph. You know. But, um, but yeah. And then, uh, yeah, did that. And I remember security coming in halfway through. And we just, I just did like blockbusters. I remember even going out to my friend who was slightly better than me. Yeah. God, dude, can you mark up for me? I, like, <laughs> like he just marked up big block letters and that for yeah. me. But I was a bit like, I don't want to fuck this up. Yeah, you know? I'm about like, to hit a tree. I like three, three, uh, three pieces in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he marked up a big blockbuster. And I remember the cans, you know, those skinny cans and it says like six carat gold or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, filled the whole thing in with that. Damn. With those. Because like, we had heaps of them. Mm. And uh, yeah, so I did like a six carat gold top to bottom. Top, like um, We did a whole car between the Carreras. Fucking yeah. hell. Yeah, it was cool. What happened with the guard? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. They parked it like right outside. Um, there's main stations, Flinders Street. And the yeah. second one, so is Southern Cross, which used to be called Spencer Street. Uh-huh. And they parked it for like a fortnight at Spencer Street Station that every train in Melbourne gets to see as it goes past. Oh, and it was like, shit. she took it out of this like industrial estate. And put it and right put, on the put line. put a prime time for us. And yes. it just sat there for like, for ages. That's a yeah. nice intro to the scene. Man. Yeah. I remember though, half of my last, the bottom half of my last letter is a different color because I ran out of paint. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Yeah. What well, um? What was the city looking like back then? It's pretty bombed. Yeah. Pretty bombed. Mm. Bombed. Um. But yeah. It was. It had a strong scene. Yeah. Strong then. scene. Yeah. Sorry, Melbourne's always been known for its um, for its. When uh, did it kick off? Of, there? Like it's always been pretty big on its yeah. graph. In From Australia. the eighties. Uh yeah. Yeah. Eighty five. Wow. Think. Okay. Cool. Uh, so early. Yeah. Um. I think there were pieces back before then, but yeah. and then there was like political graph and yeah. um. And there were people doing drawings, like I guess street art. The funny thing is, it actually looks like street art of today. Yeah, when you like look this guy at it. doing these like cone heads and stuff like that. Okay, crazy. Yeah, yeah, but um, but it's in, but it's also a violent scene in yeah. Melbourne. Well, it has been in the past. I don't know what's going on now. What was the violence about? Because I've heard that about Melbourne. Uh Or is it just dick swinging? Mate. It's the same old shit. Same old you went shit. over me, I'm gonna fucking yeah. bash you. But it just other. sounded like I remember seeing what was that video? Was that um, Jizo video? Yeah. And you just saw a lifestyle, you're just like, the fuck? Yeah. I was hanging out with him heaps. Yeah. Yeah. And we've even, I think if you look in the credits of that movie, it says additional footage, Tom Gerard. And they had, um, he used uh, some footage from my, um, I had a video camera, I used to go around and film panels. Yeah. So that's another thing. Because I'd done, like, as I said, you know, I was that guy sitting on the trackside watching everyone paint. Yeah. I loved it. Uh-huh. Like, I fucking loved it. Right. But I just, I didn't sketch. Yeah. I didn't paint. Yeah. But I fucking loved Did it. Did you do so, art in school? Yeah. But, but you I, were, it was never something you put together. Yeah, I know. For some reason. Right. I was, like, just yeah. skating in that. Yeah. But, um, so I was, like, filming everyone's panels. And wow. people would call me. I'd chase panels and catch them. And I had heaps of footage, like. On a VCR Yeah, like one of the yeah. big, big VCR cameras. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. And so, yeah, a bunch of that wound up in that Jizo. Oh, amazing, thing. man. But, yeah, he asked me on that, which was cool. But... So, 
like you get into it, you start writing properly, say 2021 by mm. that point. You're like, you're a writer as mm. well as a skater. Mm. And you're just working any jobs that you can whilst you're living there. Just getting yeah. through life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No aspiration with it. Just like, I'm going to keep smashing the graffiti yeah. and skating where I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, how did, like, how did it, how did it evolve for you? Like, did you get more, did you get down with more serious writers? Do you want another drink? Uh, no, I'm still yeah. going, thanks. Um, yeah, I did. Well, I'd say I kept always hung out with my mates. Yeah. But they were getting good too. Everyone was getting like, better. Like, there were two, two guys who also painted with us, um, Sarge and Zoe. Uh-huh. They were fresh writers, but they're like, Zoe came to London, he lived in London for a few years. He had a real old school style. Yeah, yeah, so I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah, so him and my other mate, Sarge, who also had crazy style, but more like um, Arab TC5, like yeah. that sort of style. I'm f- so I'm thinking, yeah, yeah Sarge, Sarge, I don't think I've seen here, but I'm sure about the other guy, I've seen his tags. Mm, yeah, yeah so those guys, like, man, I don't know, I was always a shit one amongst my mates. Right. Yeah, I knew that much, Yeah. Like, but I didn't care. Yeah. And, um, yeah, a lot of them won by, like, a lot of other guys were hanging out as well, but one by one, a lot of people started, uh, stopped um, painting. Yeah. You know? And then what happens when you're in your mid-twenties? Mid-twenties. Um, well, early twenties. Yeah. Right. I, um, I was living with mates and skating a lot. And mm-hmm. then, uh, and then I um, met my, uh, my now wife. Hey, wow. Yeah, I met her in 2000. Where? In, uh, in Melbourne. She's from London. Okay. So she was backpacking after, after uni. Right. And I, um, yeah, met her, and uh, we were working together at the Melbourne Cup, which is like horse race. It, it, it had I was living down the road from it, uh-huh. and I it was only six days work. Yeah, and I'd done lots of hospitality and chefing and yeah, like, oh, I just all it, of that was, shit by then. All I was doing was like getting a docket and opening the bottles and pouring the wines and stuff like yeah. that. It was wasn't it was table service, so it was yeah, really yeah. easy work. Six days of that, and um, yeah, the I remember the manager walking up to me going. Man, this chick doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> and I had to help her. Like, she couldn't even get a, the top off a bottle of beer with a bottle opener. Like, shit ass. So, Just um, didn't know. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Met like that. Wicked, man. Yeah. And then you're, you're only there for six days. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. And then. Uh, what, a, what a bloody chance. Yeah, yeah. And then they are. Uh, um, yeah, and then, yeah, we were together for like eight months. But I was like, during that time, I was painting a lot with a crew called SDM. Which I'm still in. That's it. Method. And yeah, yeah. So I was hanging around a bit of a different crowd. Method come and stayed with me in Brighton. Yeah. At my flat. Yeah. Um, but um, did she, did she stay in Australia with you for eight months? Well, yeah, because she she was travelling. She also went to New Zealand. She did a whole loop of Australia. Okay. So, but she came back to Melbourne because right. you know, so you'd met her, kicked off, and then she'd gone off. Done yeah, a bit she more went travelling. off adventuring a bit and then came back. Wow. She'd done a lot of it before she met me, but uh-huh. um, she went over to Perth and New Zealand and stuff like that. But, Wicked. Uh, but yeah, and then, I don't know, like I'd had a s- string of relationships in the past. Like I was, I was still young, but yeah. I'd done a lot. Yeah. And I'd been out and about. <laughs> You've been living. You've yeah, been exactly. living. <laughs> so as a result, you meet girls, all that sort of stuff. And yeah. I'd, I'd had girlfriends I was really serious with in the past, but it just was never right. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and I, I remember getting, I remember like three times in a row, they said, you're the best, such a good guy. You're gonna meet the right person, but I'm just not her. Mm. And it's like, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> and I was just like, why? Why can't I just meet the right person? Yeah, it's where weird. When I met my um, my wife, I, the the day I met her, yeah. I, was, I remember I was so excited. I went to my mum's house, and I'd never do this. I go, Mum, I met this amazing girl today, and I was like, huh? Never heard you say exactly. that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So it was. I don't know. I knew that something, something had happened. Yeah, yeah. So, like, but at the same time, you're painting lots of trains. 
your yeah i was slowing down on that a bit more because what happened is i started because i was working in kitchens i had this good job working in a restaurant yeah and it was breakfast and lunch uh-huh. and it, it was in the corporate area in the city right and so they that's what they you just did breakfast okay. and lunch yeah and then they did dinner on like thursday friday but yeah. i didn't have to do that and uh and so i and it was so i'd start at like seven in the morning mm-hmm. work till three thirty in the afternoon nice and from the front door of my work yeah. if I chuck my board down I don't have to push once you just fly down this hill it's like bombing a hill then you have to go up like for a block on the other side and then there was a skate park there oh my god in the middle of the city which <laughs> is now like a, um, a big shopping center oh fuck and we and people skaters go I can't believe there used to be a park right here it's like yeah it was, sick. <laughs> it was pretty shoddy it was like wooden ramps and stuff like that but, but it was uh, there but it was there and it was a, like was a big scene of people hanging out yeah. there and it was good times oh, that's and nice it was to called, get to. yeah it was called sale yards but um and anyway, so I'd do that every day mm. and then uh, getting busted really badly for graft. And it was quite early in graft. Like I hadn't done that much. Yeah. But You've been painting was, four or five years. No, nah, no, nah, not even. Like right. I'm talking three years. I'm talking like a year and a, a year and a bit. Maybe. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, uh, and I got busted pretty bad and uh, it was real weird what happened. It was like the, um, we're painting it near the near uh, North Melbourne Station, which is right in the city, in the centre of town. And it's like the city loop comes out of there. It, like, it's where the underground comes up to the overground. But we've uh-huh. only got like four stations in the underground. And there's all these big walls there. And we're painting them. And uh, we thought there was like, there should have been no trains running. Mm-hmm. And two trains came past. But we were like, what the fuck? We just laid down. Yeah. And I don't know. It was like, I can't explain what happened on this night, but this is just what I witnessed. These two trains went really slow. And then they just kept on going. And it's like, all right, cool, get up, keep filling in. Suddenly from fucking nowhere, like these like ropes come down from the wall from all directions, like full SWAT team, like balaclavered up, machine guns, all sorts of oh shit. Oh my God. Fucking everywhere. And uh, and yeah, they just like held us, like they, they blindfolded us, put us in the back of their cars. We tried to run, but man, you could like- You can't. I saw, one, I saw one guy get about 10 steps and that was about it. It was like, every, just like, fuck. Did they know what you were doing? No. Nah. Oh, right. But they were pissed. Jesus. They were so pissed. And they said, you fucking little bastards. Da, 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 da. And they blindfolded us. And they had balaclavas on. They wouldn't show us their faces and no. stuff like that. And they're punching us in the gut. And they're, they handcuffed us. They're dragging us. They put us in the back of this van. Oh, my god. They gosh. drove us around over all these bumps and stuff like that. And they're just going, what the fuck do we do with these guys? And, they, and then they pulled us out. And they um and they were going, you fucked up, you fucked up so bad, and all this sort of stuff. And we I overheard them talking about some stuff. And all I can get is that I think maybe a big drug deal was going to go down between the two trains or something like that. <gasps> and um that's what I gathered anyway. And, and then uh, you'd interrupted it. And we'd interrupt because they might have even had like night vision on or some shit to make sure no one's around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these four riders fucking crouched down Wait. in the corner of the wall. Not not as dramatic, <laughs> but the first time I got arrested for graffiti, I'm painting at the bottom of a block of flats. Yeah. Undercover car comes zooming up to me, mm. grabs me off the wall, chucks me in the car and drives off. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And yeah. I said, it's police, it's police. And I was like, fucking hell. Good. You're interrupting a fucking dr- um, Operation Bumblebee or whatever it yeah. was. That was so nuts. It literally yeah. brought me back to that time. My yeah. God, you must have shit yourself. Yeah, this was actually early. I was, sorry, I've, I've jumped around a bit, but this Doesn't was matter. actually when I was still living with Tusk too. Oh, fucking hell. So you, were you with him? And I was with him and him and his mum. No, I wasn't with, he wasn't with me. I was oh, with right. other guys. Shit. And this is still, this is still like probably, I hadn't even done 10 pieces yet. 
like maybe like 15. <laughs> oh, fuck. Still didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like yeah. really bad block, blocky letters just filled in. And it's probably so, pretty cool these yeah. days, actually, with the trends changing. Yeah, blatantly. But I tell you what, in the nineties, it wasn't wasn't fashionable. No. To paint like it was that. the learning stages. What. Yeah. But so what? You you obviously interrupted something quite big. And what is that a thing? It, what? I mean, well, they not tell out telling me. Fuck knows. Yeah. You know, they not gonna go. Yeah. Off, you know, interrupted. Yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. Like I, all I know is that they were real pissed. And then they said, "Let's hand them over to the." Because we had a, a we've got a graffiti squad in uh in, in Melbourne. Melbourne, right? Yeah. And said, I hand them over to DSB and all this sort of shit. And it's like, oh, fuck. And got locked up for the night. And then, um, but then they, uh, like, they raided my house, which was Tusk 2 and his mum's house. And they've got all the photos and shit in there. And I'm just like, I felt so bad, I man. Bet. Yeah, I was, I was devastated. Oh, my God. Absolutely devastated. And just felt, you know, because you don't plan for that shit. You're just having fun. And, uh, and I was just like, I'm so sorry. And like, they went all through all the tough stuff as well and, and just busted me for my pieces. Cause everything I was doing was blockbusters, but so it was easy to read. And they just went for the trains and shit like that. Did well. they, what they got him or you, just you? Me, they did, they got him, but they, they didn't really, they weren't looking for him. Good, you know, fucking hell, thank God like, for that. Yeah. yeah, but I remember, I remember having a bong next to my bed and the water really needed to be changed and they poured it all over my bed. I was like, oh, oh you. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, yeah, man! That must. Have... But you, it didn't stop you from painting, then. Oh no, no. That's your paint. What a fucking experience. Well, not, not properly. No, but I mean, like going through that so early on in your graph career, many people would have been like, "All right, cool, done. That 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 was fun. I'm mm. done." You still loved it. Yeah, yeah, loved it heaps. And a lot of a lot of um, a lot of my friends all gave up though. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was a messy situation. It was yeah. sticky. Like a lot of, I don't know. And yeah. uh, that, we started this little crew, but we got all these guys together and started the crew. Mm-hmm. And it was, and we had only been going for like two weeks. Yeah. But what we've been doing is big roll calls uh-huh. with everyone who's in the crew. And then on the, and the, um, it was funny. It was, it was pretty toy. Like we were young. It was yeah. called Melbourne Graphs Squad NGS. Yes. And it was, uh, and then uh, they yeah they were after everyone on the roll calls. I think it's because we're individually been doing a bit. Yeah. And we I think we we're getting together, and they thought, oh, this could be. This could be it. We'll stop this before it starts. You know. Fucking oh, nice. They were reading. They were really paying attention. Yeah. Oh yeah, they were graph squad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Like Melbourne's always had that that sort of thing. Do they still have it. You thirsty, mate? Yeah. Ags drinks so much water. Yeah. I swear she's sloppy with it as well. Um, so uh. Yeah, so that happened and that was messy. But I, I kept on painting. And then it's probably like, I don't know, I can't even tell. It's probably two years later I met my, met my wife. So, I mean, what are you thinking about graffiti at the time now? And what is, what's Melbourne thinking about graffiti? Like, what is this? This is oh, late 90s. Sorry, there's something I forgot to tell you about that story. Yeah, go on. So, I was working, uh, when we got when we got raided, they were real pricks to me. Yeah, I said they poured the bong over yeah, the head, yeah. all that sort of stuff. They also, like, just trashed the place. But my... My mate's mum, Helen Harvey, rest in, rest in peace, mm. she was hard as nails going, get the fuck out of my house. You're like, fucking, you know, just like having a go at him, like going him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll go to walk into her and they're like, eh, Out. nah. Yeah. You you've, got, yeah. you've got no permission to be in this house, let alone in my room. Yeah. And that's where all the photos were and everything. <sighs> and she's like, get the fuck out of my house. And and I don't know, I, I, I love Helen. She was such a character. She had... Uh, 
she had John Farnham posters all over her wall. Oh, he's a, do you know yeah, did yeah, he make yeah. it over to England? And she even had them up on the roof. She had so many, like all the newspaper clippings. John Farnham and Elton John, she loved him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and she was really, really tough. And I always felt really bad about this whole situation. And every time I'd see her, she'd be like, remember when the police came around and this and that? <laughs> and it's like, oh, please. My stomach would just drop. And I'd like, don't talk about that. It's the worst thing in my life. And she absolutely loved it. Oh, my God. Amazing, man. And, uh, and it made me feel... And she knew lot, she it was. It made looking, me feel a lot better the fact that she was happy. Yeah, I mean, of course, know. of course. And yeah. she knew she was looking after those photos as well. She yeah, probably, yeah, yeah she yeah. realised what she had there. Yeah. Good thing they all, a lot of them wound up in a book. Yeah, know? I mean, that's it. I, I was thinking, like, yeah. what the fuck happened to them? Yeah. Like, but I lost all my photos. I didn't yeah, I bet. Thing. I had a little, um, you know, the free um, flip book you get from the, um, the <laughs> copy the, centre. Yeah. Yeah, 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 from the uh, print shop. Yeah. It was just enough for 36 photos yeah, or something yeah, like that. Exactly. I, I didn't even feel it. That's how many pieces I had. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, and then, uh, yeah, so fast forward a few years, skated lots, painted lots, and had good times. And went, and met my wife, ended up in uh, England for the first time. Were you thinking about, do, were you thinking of doing anything with your graffiti? Or was it just, I am a graffiti writer, I am a skater, and I can work at anything? Um, nah. I think this is graph. Is who who does who thinks they're gonna make a, get a job off doing graph? Well, I don't know about a job, but like I don't know, man. I had an aspiration from the moment I started, hmm. pretty much maybe a year in, and I was just like, this is gonna be my life in whatever yeah. aspect. This is gonna this is gonna fucking be my life. Yeah. I remember I remember seeing a BT advert where they'd use a load of tags. Maybe in '97, I was just like, that's wrong. Hmm. And then I bumped into the Airheads State yeah. of Art and K101 from Nonstop. Hmm and they showed me what business was yeah. within the scene. So yeah. I kind of had this aspiration the whole time. Mm. Uh, and when I had the chance to make it come true, I did. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought, forgot, I didn't finish that story properly. Okay. When the cops came in, because the the guys, the the police, the SWAT team police, mm-hmm. the, the they would have said to the graffiti task force, make these guys' lives hell, they're Fuck. fucked up bad. Yeah. So they came in, they trashed the house, all that sort of stuff. Took me off. I was. I remember. I was. I was walking down the hallway with my bag on my back, about to open the door to walk out for work. It was still dark, at, you know, in the yeah. morning. And um, and I, I I saw a silhouette, and then a knock at the door, and I was like, "Fuck!" And then they came in. And but um, Jesus. But timing. then, but then what happened? So they were real assholes, and they and, and one of them in particular smelt really badly of alcohol, oh, like he'd sake. been in the pub all night. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Ready for this as well. He's like, coming in, let's get in. Yeah, and then um. And they were just really harsh. And then, well, yeah, they were really rough with us in the police station as well. Are they like that? Oh, I, don't know. I don't know. Those, yeah. those guys were. Yeah. But anyway, um, they, like the case went through all that shit. It didn't, like I didn't get a conviction or anything like that. But they tried was. to prosecute. Yeah, they tried to. They threatened me with jail, which was ridiculous. Yeah. But fuck all, you know. Yeah. And then they, um, and, but then a few uh, months later, I was working in a, the whole time I was working in this restaurant, which was three doors down from the county court. And the whole fucking guys, the whole group of guys that raided me came and sat in the restaurant. Oh my God. Yeah. And I said, oh, cool. And um, I said to the waitress, let me know when their, their table gets ordered, that gets the order uh, sent through, you know? Yeah. And yeah, and then just the guys just fucked with their food a bit. Yes. Stuff like that. Wiping down their like plates with like raw chicken breast and all stuff Ooh. like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the poor bastards, yeah. dickheads. Yeah, so they anyway, deserve. I like. Hey, I work in kitchen. I don't. I. I don't. You know, 
endorse that behavior. No. I've got friends who are chefs and they would be disgusted to hear me say that. Yeah, yeah, I bet they would. But I was 18 years old. Yeah, exactly. And these guys were fucking with my life. And they, they even called up work and tried to get me fired. Well, there you go, exactly. Like, like, and the thing is, is don't fuck about don't yeah. fuck about with an 18 year old waiter basically just don't yeah like that's just common sense because this 18 year old doesn't give a fuck <laughs> oh mate i was in the kitchen you got worse things to worry about. exactly i don't have to face you you know <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah so that that was their fault fuck them but um but what are you thinking about like graffiti over those years is it or are you are you just living your life then those so the next couple of years before you meet your wife or hey, you're i'm still living my, my life like i made plans to be in london that doesn't mm-hmm. mean i knew what i was going to do to that no you know. So you've decided to live that way. Why not? Well, that's how all, all of us live, isn't it? Unless that's, you're going to work every exactly day. how I live. Yeah. It's exactly how... Yeah. I mean, my, uh, I have structure to my yeah. life, but and, I'm, and I presume yeah. you do too. But I mean, even like going to work every day, you don't know what's going to happen. No. A lot of the time it's the same. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, I will grab a beer when you're, when yeah. you're ready though. This is going all right, eh? Yeah, yeah. Alright. Alright. I just want to get a bit more about those years of meeting your girl. Okay. Those early bits. So. There's a lot to talk about. We probably should move forward. Alright, cool. We're, ju- yeah. we're just. this. So SDM, basically. Yeah, yeah. So SDM is, it starts around the same time you meet your girl? Mm-hmm. Okay, because that's okay. how I obviously know you. Yeah. It's through SDM. Yeah, 2000. I was in, I got put in them in 99, I think. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then when I was did you a lot with um, a guy that writes uh, Irie. That's was, right, Monk. Yeah, yeah. My Monk. man. He was. Uh, he came to. He lived in Brighton for a while. Mate, my, yeah. I painted a train of him. He done a fuck. I done a toy yeah. piece. He did a three D fucking whole car. Yeah. And um, in the same time, I did a window down, awful painting. Yeah. Um, and then I remember once him, we were painting in Black Rock, and he went off into the Asda, and came out with a trolley full of wrapped food for everyone. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, Monk was a G. Yeah. So he was living in Brighton. Did you come down to visit him then when you got to London? Well, he first arrived at my place. In in Melbourne? In, in, no, in, uh, in London. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, he was, yeah. I don't know, I can't really talk about what happened there. Mm-hmm. But it's London shit. He got mm-hmm. caught up in, you know, the... Yeah, like, don't go that into like that. It was like the, um, the uh, bad boy death row. <laughs> night of fucking 2000s. <laughs> yeah. You know... And he was caught up in all that shit. Mm. And then, um, yeah, he, uh, he, sh- he showed up at my place fucking all bloodied and had his money all robbed from him and shit like that. And, yeah, yeah, he lived a quite a life. Like, I said, man, what are you doing? Like, so I told him, just come to my house, stay with me. No, no, I'm going to stay with these guys. I'm going to stay with this guy and that guy. It's like, don't do that. Come stay with me. He's like, no, no, no. But anyway, yeah. And luckily he, uh, he found a good spot for himself down in Brighton. Yeah. Which really worked for him. Because... You know. So what you come over to the UK what end of two thousand? Um, no, two thousand and one. It was two thousand and one. Yeah, I was twenty three. Well, I was thinking and, I didn't uh, meet you yeah. in two thousand. All right, cool. Because yeah. I met my, my wife on my twenty third birthday uh-huh. as well. Oh and wow! So uh, went to um, yeah, what was it? I went to uh, London, uh-huh. and she, you know she's com- from completely different world to me. Yeah, she's from Surrey. Uh-huh. Grew up in a good house good neighborhood all that sort of stuff yep, family and, um, full family all exactly, of that exactly all that sort of stuff yep. and then uh and i grew up in what i just told you yeah, exactly <laughs> and, then, uh, yeah. and so I got, arriving i remember i never forget like i was devastated because she introduced me to my her parents and she goes hi mum, dad this is tom he's a graffiti artist 
Woo. I go, what the fucking say that? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and, uh, and I remember her dad, he's, he's a quirky guy. And he asked funny questions, but I remember him going, so are you in the gang? And I go, no. And he asked me if I carried a knife. And wow. I'm like, oh, no. Like, but it wasn't from a, like, a standover tactic or anything. He's just no, no, quirky, he was just trying to understand. Character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asking those but, questions. Um, yeah, yeah and, I, and I was just like, I can't believe you did that to me. <laughs> so anyway, and then, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was just like a bit of a rough start. In, yeah. in England I wasn't very welcomed by the family right. at all like at all like uh-huh. for 10 years type of thing oh wow long yeah. time uh, you know and so I after I, I remember I rocked up in, in the UK mm-hmm. with 300 quid in my pocket as well that was it because I went to Thailand on the way and um, spent money and then had money stolen off me as well because oh, I had all, I've got all these pounds out the yeah. bank, and then I came got my room cleaned and they got cleaned out as well oh, and, and then I uh, so I met this guy at the kickboxing in Thailand uh-huh. and he, uh, and I remember he was sitting in front of me and he had his hat on backwards he had, and it was a mad circle hat, which is a skate company. Yeah. And I was like, and we'd been in Thailand for like two weeks. It'd just been me and, uh, and my wife. And I remember, uh, just going, Oh, a skater. And I tapped him on the shoulder and go, Oh, fresh hat, man. Like, he's like, Oh, where are you guys from? They're like, Oh, I'm from Australia. She's from England. Dada. He got out from, uh, from England. Yeah. He's like, come and sit with us. And we just had a good night out, the four of us. And, I was just like, man, I haven't spoken to anyone other than my missus for weeks. And he's like, I'm the same. And we're like, cheers. <laughs> and uh, yeah, got along really well. And he and I said, oh, wait, you know, you're skating. He goes, oh, not much, but my um, brother works for a skate company uh-huh. called uh, New Deal Distribution. And I said, oh, cool. And I, I said, yeah, I'm only looking for a job when I get to London. He goes, oh, I'll hook you up with him. Oh, amazing. And he called his brother, who was just a dude in the warehouse, and he got me a job. Fucking and hell. he lived in a house. Well, this is out in Harrow. He lived in a house um, with... Uh, Oh yeah, but before that, I was living in Dollars Hill. Right. First, yeah. I moved to Dollars Hill to this like house that had about fifteen, probably about fifteen twenty people in like wow, a three bedroom so. house. It was fucked. Like like, like triple bunk beds in, in yeah, yeah, every yeah. room. You know what I mean? And it was just harsh, and it was full. It was a bit halfway house style. And then uh, yeah, when and was that um, with your wife, or was it you by yourself? Just on my own. Yeah. I just had to get away from her family. I was they they weren't welcoming, me yeah. and it was really, I could really feel it. You know, and I was just like I. I, I remember just sort of going, I, I, I don't want to be around this, you know. That must have been hard on the relationship as well. No, nah, she was cool. She yeah. was like, yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was cool. Like, Good. Um, that we, uh, the, I remember she'd come to Dollar Hill and stay with me in my little bunk. Like I was in like the middle of three, you know. <laughs> we'd be like snuggle up in the bunk, stay the night and she'd go off to work the next day. And it's just funny, this girl from, from Surrey. And I remember it was around... Um, what an experience. It was around September 11. Wow, yeah. Around when that happened. And now I remember there was all this shit happening in the area. They were dragging like Muslims out of their houses and stuff like yeah. that. And it was real, you know, it was just, it was a bit of a weird time. Full on alert. But I remember like... walking down the street with her in Dollars Hill and there was just cop cars racing around, all sorts of shit happening. It was just like, I don't know. It was, from a, for a guy from Australia, it was pretty interesting to see. Yeah, like, I've only been there a week and a half. And yeah. Like, fuck, this is full on. So then got the job at New Deal. I worked there for like, couple of years which was two and a half years which was and so mum could move down to brighton yeah and then when, when did did method just come over on a visit no he came out uh, yeah i was living with in this south african house but all the guys a lot of guys from new deal were south african guys uh-huh. like there's a whole crew of them yeah. south african skaters that just moved over yeah one of them got a job and then they all started getting jobs but i moved into that house with my with this and the only english guy in there the house was this younger brother of the, the guy i met at the kickboxing uh-huh. 
So um, yeah, we all skated and uh, it was just a crazy house. It was like three bedroom house and there was always like at least seven people there. <laughs> it was just one of those yeah, yeah, houses, yeah. people sleeping everywhere. But what, when did Method get over? The, he, the, I remember, yeah, sorry, he came and stayed with me yeah. while I was living there. So that would have been 2001 and two. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then he, he was, uh, sorry, let me think. Yeah, he stayed there for like 10 years after that. Did he? Yeah, because he, <laughs> he came and stayed with me in Brighton. For I don't know, I can't even remember how long he stayed. Maybe mm. a month or something. Mate, it could have been two weeks. Fuck yeah. knows. But I remember one day he went to London, and uh, he comes back on the last train, mm. comes into the sitting room. It's like oh, I just did a big mat. I'm like what? Mm. And he he jumped off the platform at Baker Street, went behind the fucking train, yeah. and painted it on the platform at Baker Street. Yeah. Oh, he, and he took the photo, he come back, and we we're like, what? And went and developed it the next day. We're, our minds were blown, like, this guy's a fucking psycho. Yeah. And he just, he was so blasé about it. Like, yeah. he didn't really... Well, he just would have scoped the spot and go, oh, I could do that. Yeah. Just, but that's the thing. When I came to London, because I remember mm. asking my, my uh, asking Claire, is there any, uh, is there any graph in London? Yeah. Because we didn't know. Like, I didn't know. I wasn't, like, a historian. I knew... Heap of like a shitload about Melbourne Graph. Yeah, I didn't really know what else was happening in the world. No, I mean, you I wouldn't have done back like, then. I either. knew about New York, yeah. subway art, all that sort of stuff as yeah. well, because the older guys would educate me. But I didn't really, I didn't know what was happening in London as no. a city, or even what was happening in New York at the time. Yeah, I didn't know what was going on in the nineties in New York. Mm. I knew they had a scene, yeah. but yeah, anyway, go on. Yeah, but we um, but back in Melbourne, what we'd do is we'd rock up the track sides, yeah, and we'd roll the wall and then paint a production on it, yeah, at night. And then, so you go and pass, and it's all these like full burns, colors everywhere, full color burners, roll background, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I thought, oh man, I got to London. It's like, man, it's just chrome and black everywhere. Yeah. I'm gonna do these. I'm gonna roll these spots, and uh, and do full color pieces and really stand out in this city. Yeah. And like, cause I I was doing track sides like four times a week in Melbourne. Yeah. So I thought, oh, it won't take me long. I'll, Be fine. I'll, I'll get up in no time in this yeah. town. And uh, and really stand out. I remember trying so many times. <laughs> To, like I remember going like Wilsdon Junction, trying yeah. to do a piece there, and just like I remember, I got to the wall, pulled my hands out, marked up a letter and a half, and I was just getting chased out of there. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck, running over third rail because we got no third rail as well. <laughs> running over the third rails, going fucking hell. Yeah, what well, Jumping over barbed wire fences, getting all cut up, just going fuck. What is this scene? I know. <laughs> Give me a chance. <laughs> Can I have a go, please? <laughs> Can I have a go? Yeah. And then, um, but I remember through working at New Deal, yeah. um, Joe, you know Joe? Yes, yeah. the Don. He he, uh, he worked there. Did he? he? Was the first right. I had a contact for Rise. Yeah. You know, I met that dude, Rise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a contact for him. And uh, and then I met Joe, and so I painted with him a few times. He used to paint that guy Arts. From, That's um, right. From Dublin. From, yeah, from Dublin. Yeah. So I painted with those two a couple of times. I painted with, um, with uh, Rise especially a fair bit. Wicked. And then I met Joe. Because he was working at New Deal, yeah, and we were um, and because he was his job was just gripping boards all day, mm-hmm. so they'd pull the big backing paper off, and we'd get markers and do big outlines because it was shaped like a piece, yeah, you know? perfect. And just just do big block letters and just practice styles on yeah, all yeah. the backs of the um these the sheets, grip tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, and then uh, he said, "Oh, you've got to meet my friend Tizer," and then uh, and then I met Tizer. Sick. And uh, and he's like still a close mate till this yeah. day. The fucking one of London's OGs. Yeah, yeah. Biggest characters. Yeah, and then through him I met Sharks and Pref, and yeah. I don't know, like a whole the bunch rest of the ID of, crew. Yeah, and it was so good. It opened up, and I remember, I'm, I know it's, it's it's the way things are, but I remember at the time, 
I, like, I, it's good thinking about it, so I don't even think this way anymore. Feeling a bit pissed off because I had to do all this groundwork to establish myself in London. Yeah. And then all my mates, all these people started coming over and going, oh, Tom, da da da. And it's like, here you go, guys. Here's this whole slot right in. Yeah, slot right in. This is another guy. Here, come in, come in. Doors open, you know. And I'm like, fuck, I had to work my ass off to get this, but, you know. So, um, yeah. And then, uh, but I don't think that way anymore. I think no, of course you don't. And, yeah, it's, it's of course. Time. And yeah, I mean, look, all you're doing is observing a fact at that age. Yeah. And, it's, and then you're just trying to figure out how yeah. you want to determine it. Do I yeah. want to be pissed off by this or do yeah. I want to embrace it? What nah. do I want to do? I guess I was just thinking smart asses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but it was like Zoe Flux mm-hmm. came over, uh, Method, uh, Discreet. Discreet. Um, yeah, there was, a, there was a few more as well. But it was mostly us. We were like a big gang. Amazing. A gang of Aussies. Aussies. And yeah, and then a lot of paper passed through as well. Yeah. yeah. Those 10 years were nuts. The 2000s here. Yeah, yeah. Review lot. Mm. So you're here and you've set up this, you know, you've got your community, you're meeting people, you met, you know, ID, which is a, Definitely mm. one of London's best crews. Mm. Crews to come out of London. Mm. Some amazing artists in that crew. Um, and then you continue travelling, didn't you? Uh, I was travelling around back Europe. Back and forth, yeah. I was travelling around Europe a bit, like backpacker style. And, um, What's so that I, about? What is the travelling about? Is that because you just love going to places? It's not about graffiti. I just, I've, I've never never left Australia before. Yeah. I was in London. Yeah. And it's like, why not? I've I remember got... going snowboarding a lot in France uh-huh. and Austria and Italy. Like did a fair bit of snowboarding. So working here, making some money. Nah, getting a... there. Oh man, I'd go and we'd pretty much be homeless, like on the snowboard slopes, like stealing fucking lift passes and shit. Like, Sick. like when I went to Austria, it was like that. But when I went away with my missus, it was legit. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was like a um, a, uh, there was a bus that went from Victoria Station in London, mm-hmm. and you, it's overnight, and you wake up and you're at the, the snow at the Three Valleys. Wow. And it was two hundred quid, mm-hmm. and you had it had I think ten days, and it was you know room and all meals provided apart from lunch fuck and, and you transport there and back so we did that and every like we took some friends on it they're like man it's grueling this bus trip and it's yeah. like it's fuck all it's 12 hours yeah know? it doesn't matter it's like you know serving beers on the bus and all that yeah wasn't bad but um yeah so i did that a few times i don't know if they do, don't think they do that anymore but um no probably not but uh and then yeah i went camping around italy yeah. with my wife we went to uh we camped in most of the capital cities wow. in Italy and heaps and lots of random places. We've got a big train pass and That's we even camped at, in Venice. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's Italy's set up for campsites, every city. Is it? Yeah. Prime spots too. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the cent- this, your central parks in the city, you can get you would have in to some stay. of them, not yeah. all of them. Yeah. Like Rome's a bit far out. But, uh, but yeah, that was fun. And so your your wife doing obviously it on the cheap, loves I was, travelling like, as well. Because I was getting paid fuck all as well. So uh-huh. I was broke. I remember being frustratedly broke. Yeah. For a lot of my life, apart from when I was really young and I was selling drugs, like yeah. selling weed and shit like that. Like, and you don't actually need money then. So all the money you make yeah. gets to be spent on what you want. Yeah. I remember buying lots of vinyl during those years. Yeah. Because I always had had money in my pocket and go uh-huh. past the record shop. And it was during the 90s. So it was all when all the hip hop was coming out. I'd just buy it all yeah. brand new. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, this new album's out by this person, that Get person. It. Just keep buying the new stuff. You still got that stuff? To, yeah, oh, yeah, I haven't, haven't got any of it. Good. You know, and way more than that now. Yeah, yeah, of course. I love buying, buying records. But um, So your wife loves traveling as well? Yeah, yeah, she's the instigator. Yeah. That's the thing. People go, oh, man, what, you know, you do all this traveling, what about your, um, what about your wife? And it's like, man, she's, she's she, the instigator. She does it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. What does she do? Um, 
Well, she's had a lot of career paths over the years. She okay. used to work in corporate marketing. Uh-huh. Like I remember, we'll, there was one stint we did in London where she was working for Bacardi wow. and stuff like that, and just getting lots of uh, spirits, which aren't good for you, man. No. But um, <laughs> so it was good fun. We got we got to go to like an event like in at Buckingham Palace and oh, stuff wow. like that. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool shit. Yeah. But we ended up um, but the first place we moved into together was in Swiss Cottage. Oh yeah. And it was um. It was a refugee home, like an wow. asylum seeker house. Yeah. We didn't realise that at the time. We moved into this like 15 bedroom house in uh, in Swiss Cottage and it was beautiful. It was, near, um, it was all like nice cars parked all in the street. Fitzjohn's Avenue? No, nah, I don't know. I can't remember the address. Anyway, now. go on. But anyway, it was, a, it was sort of like nice cars, like Ferraris and that all parked in the street and ours was a big house but had all the pigeons on the roof, you know. <laughs> and... Uh, and ended up like all these, yeah, we, we an- just answered the um, ad on the front of a, a corner store. Yeah. And then um, and then went there, checked it out. It all looked good. There was no one in there. And then we moved in. And then a few weeks later, like all these um, refugees started moving. Wow. That yeah. must have been an experience. Yeah. We ended up living there for eight months. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Where were they from? Uh, a lot from Africa. Yeah. Um, different African countries. Yeah. And uh, there was a lot of fights in there and stuff like that. Was there, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. Just like, heat. everyone was looking at me like and Claire, like, really weirdly. Yeah. They'll be like... Um, Two white English-speaking people. Yeah. I remember this real, pre- like, this really heavily pregnant lady was making naan bread on the uh, on the bench top in the kitchen. And she had, like, her head wrapped, like, real traditional African clothes on. And uh, she was, like, said to um, said to Claire, where are you from? She's like, oh, I'm from England. She's like, what the hell are you doing living here? She's like, oh, no, it's cheap. And she said, oh, she'd be like, she's like, this place is an absolute shithole. And that's coming from a heavily pregnant, like, refugee. Wow. Woman. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was. But um, but that was life. But so you say, like, so, so basically it sounds like both of you just, you just, you just mm. want to live and mm. do what you want to do. Travel, yeah. paint, yeah. work, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And it's just about. Yeah. Something, yeah, well, what happened is, yeah, I was just doing all that. And then I remember getting to a point in my life and going, this is, like, I need to make a fucking change here. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't live this. I was uneducated. Mm-hmm. I never finished year 12. Mm-hmm. And I never um, went, did any further education after that. I'd been chefing and I knew how to work hospitality and never wanted to step in foot in another restaurant or cafe in my life. Yeah. And then, uh, and I didn't know what, I, and I was working in a warehouse for a skate company. Yeah. And what happened is, I remember, like, New Deal, that burnt down. Huh. They bought this big new state-of-the-art warehouse and they spent a fucking fortune on it. And I know a lot of Londoners like talk we'll shit this. on this whole situation. Uh-huh. But I'll tell you what I witnessed from my eyes is that they like went in hard and invested big and bought this big state-of-the-art warehouse. And then the place next door was a perfume place. <sighs> and it, it had an explosion in there one night. And this was only like not even a year into getting this place. Jeez. And they went, they started it as a shipping container at Harrow Skate Park. Yeah. And then moved into this warehouse in Harrow, which was, which was pretty shitty, like on an industrial estate. Yeah. Some offices and a small warehouse at the back. And then moved into this, they, they were make, doing really well, moved into this big state of the art place. And all the London, a lot of the London skaters were talking shit on them, calling them the Death Star and all that sort of stuff. But hey, they were just doing business. Mm-hmm. And they were providing products. So mm-hmm. as a skater, someone's going to, yeah. Know, um, but then the place burnt down and everyone was like t- making jokes about it saying that it was like an insurance job mm. and it's like I can tell you what man that like broke like that broke the owners like they were like fuck we're fucked we're out yeah you know what I mean and can't so, build this again well they tried to and they got in, we ended up in Ricelip like out 
So they did go again. Yeah, Yeah, they kept going. They just, insurance got like, within two days, they hired a big warehouse and just got all this shit shipped from um, America, like straight in so they could keep filling orders. Mm -hmm. So they could keep the business going. Wow. And they worked really hard. And then, but I I don't know, I I left not long after that, but then two of their biggest brands were um, DC and Element and they got bought out by, I think, Billabong or Quicksilver. Mm -hmm. And then um, they took that out of the house and it started just dwindling. They just had small brands left. Changed everything. um, but yeah, I don't know what the fate was, but um, I don't know, being a skater, yeah. I'll tell you what, working in the skate industry is fucking awesome. Yeah. But I, it made me sort of not like skating as well because I was, I was smothered by it. Yeah, you know. completely covered yeah. with it. I even stopped skating for a really long time. I'm back into it now, even in my 40s, I still, like I've skating five times a week at the yeah. moment, I'm loving it. Boom. But, but you um, just couldn't at those times. What's that? You just couldn't towards the end of those years. Well, the difference is in, I was used to... In Melbourne, you throw your board down and go everywhere on it. In London, you can't really do that. No. And I stopped. What happened is instead of using it as a mode of transport as well as just skating all the time, yeah, it, I stopped having to bring it out with me because I didn't want to carry it everywhere. And then I eventually stopped. It skating. just stops coming out with you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah. Before you know it. Yeah, yeah. And um, but yeah. And then yeah, after and then I realised that I needed to change my life. So I, I enrolled in. Um, I remember like um designing a small folio of mm-hmm. just paintings. I remember while I was at this asylum seeker house, did some really shitty paintings. Oh, paintings, whatever. On what card or something? No, like canvases. On canvas, yeah. Yeah, I remember there was like a softball court, not a softball, like um, those enclosed like sport yeah, courts. Yeah. yeah, there was like a, one of them, like a sunken ground Caged one. in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I remember just, I'd go around the back of that mm-hmm. and I'd um paint canvases. Like, I didn't know what to do. I was just trying to get into art school. Yeah. But not even art school, design school. So you had a thought, yeah. like that's what I'm going to head towards. Yeah. Well, what I thought was I need to learn how to use computers mm-hmm. because it was 2003 mm-hmm. at that stage. I need to learn how to use computers and get um and get a decent job. So, yeah. And that's what's going to continue, that will help you continue the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. where did you get end up going? I went to Swinburne in Melbourne. So I flew back to Melbourne. I, I remember going... Um, Claire didn't know if she was going to get a visa or not, uh-huh. and she stayed back in Melbourne for six months. And I remember going um, across America. I went to New York uh-huh. and um, spent like two or three weeks in New York. Wow! And then went to um, LA for a week and San Francisco for a couple of weeks. Painting and all sorts. Yeah, wicked. painting and skating. Lovely. Man, I was in heaven. I bet. And um, I, f- I don't know. I, f- I found it really. I-, I was a bit daunting. A bit daunting going to New York. Mm-hmm. But I remember being really. Um, rap that I just met all these writers and started hanging out with people. And I remember hang, there was a guy who had a, like a little um, store out the, like just down the road from where I was staying. Mm-hmm. And he um, it turned out it was like that guy Corn. He's wow. passed away now. Yeah, yeah, Korn. yeah. From Smart Crew. Yeah, Smart Crew. And um, and I'd go down and hang out with him. He was wow. selling like, he was doing graffiti on like hats and like the sides of jeans, jeans, jeans yeah. and stuff like that mm. in the public. And he'd sit down and go, man, grab a hat, grab this. And he'd be drawing in my sketchbook and I'd be drawing on his hats and jeans. Amazing. And just hanging out and chatting. And I heard he was a lovely guy. Yeah, man. yeah. You know, I got mates of money knew him. And then, um, yeah, met, I don't know, went, met some other guys. This, this one guy, I, I don't know how I met him. I met him in the paint shop. So I've got an Australian accent. I don't know, I went into the, to that, to Pearl Paint. Oh, yeah, yeah. This guy Pearl, was like tripping on my accent. Yeah. And I said, oh, he's like, oh, let's hang out. Let's get a beer and all this sort of stuff. I think what he really wanted, he wanted me to pick up chicks for him with my accent. <laughs> yeah. He goes, man, talk, talk, say some shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Get him interested. Yeah. But I had a great, crazy time on that trip. And Hilarious. he said, because in Pearl Paint, they had like graph canvases by yeah. like Sess and Scene and yeah. people like that. 
and he said, oh, I've, I've just sold two canvases to see him. He goes, I've got to go see him up in the Bronx. Do you want to come with me? It's like, fuck yeah. And then oh uh, my God. I remember I had my, my black book and I had sub, Subway art and spray can art, wow. especially for these reasons to yeah. try and get some signatures in them. And I um, went and met, yeah, met Seen in the At Bronx. the tattoo parlor? Yeah, yeah, we Amazing. hung out. Amazing. Got some, got a photo with him and that. I don't know, as a, I don't know, I was, I was young, it was a nice. That's the shit, man, yeah. that's the shit. And then, uh, and then through, and through this guy Casino in Brisbane, uh, Method got Blade's number through him. And then I got in contact with Blade said oh can i come around to your house you know i mean no, no i didn't say that what am i saying yeah i said he's they, they said the code is you got to say you want to buy photos off him i said oh yeah can i buy some photos off you it's like yeah and i'm like fuck yeah i want to buy some photos off blade anyway yeah fuck yeah and um he directed me to his house in felon bay park in the in the bronx yeah and i like he, at the time i i know he was doing like deliveries or something like that like uh-huh. and newspapers or some shit so he worked the night and then uh and then so I met him in the morning at wow. like 8, 8.30 in the morning. I had a big night the night before. I remember I was a bit like ropey, but I bought around a six pack of beer as well. Yeah, he said that, bring some beers. So I bought a six pack of beer. He opened up the fridge and chucked them in the in the fridge and he had all these beers in there and they were all a different brand. And I was like, ah, oh, I bought the, the, bought the wrong beers. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, how do you know when yeah. you go to, the, go to the bottle shop? But um, then, uh, yeah, and then, I don't know, I just, I, I sat there, he busted out a bottle of um, tequila and I sat there um, doing sketches and, uh, and he was doing drawing in my black book and I was doing some sketches as well and, and just chatting and going, just flicking through piles of photos and um, and buying photos of him wow I've still got him I only bought a small pile but yeah um, yeah because he goes because all the ones I want he's like nah they're not for sale and it's like oh these panels are not good nah 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 but he did sell me a lot of stuff he saw, he also pulled out some stuff for me that was uh, like predated pieces on trains oh and stuff my like god that. Yeah. what an experience yeah, man yeah that was really cool Fucking hell. Yeah. And I remember uh, it was on the like the 20, 21st floor of the project uh-huh. and there was a balcony and all you could see as far as the eye could see were projects and it was really hazy and misty because it was middle of winter uh-huh. and, uh, and I took this awesome panoramic oh, of, um, beautiful. of just looking out all over the projects. From his balcony? Yeah. Oh bird. my God, what a photo. Yeah, it was in the Bronx. What a photo. Cool. What a city. Yeah. What a city. Yeah. Amazing place. And... Uh, Gigantic. Yeah, so that was a good trip, and then went to, and I painted a fair bit in San Francisco with this guy that paints these like, I don't know, he just did this dog, yeah, like a real rough like, almost like Keith Haring style, but it, it looked didn't look like Keith Haring. Okay, because um, there was that guy from San Fran who painted the horse. Yeah, I, I you remember that. No, he used to paint this black horse. I remember seeing photos of that. Mm. Maybe it was just a thing in SF. Mm. So what? Then back to Melbourne back to, to study. Melbourne, studied, worked as a graphic designer for. So you got you got your what was it degree? I got a diploma. How's diploma. This? this was this was a trip. I always thought I was stupid, right? Because I'm dyslexic and I didn't pass high school, and no one ever told me I was smart. Yes. Yeah. Did you know you were dyslexic? Nah, no. I always thought I was dumb. You're too no. young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our but, generation didn't know that. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, I, I, uh, what was it? I um, oh, yeah. So I went to school. I did. I I did a uh, a thing called a TAFE course. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying, to, I remember the teacher, the coordinator saying to me, like, oh, we let you in like that. He goes, I remember interviewing you. Oh, we let you in. I was like, oh. Great. Cheers. Prick. And then I ended up doing really well. And they chose like 20 people from the state or something that uh-huh. could go into um, the final year of a degree. And I got chosen <sighs> in one of, as one of those people. So I was like, 
just doing a TAFE course, which is like, you know, like trade school, mm-hmm. you know. And then um, I did two years of that and then got the got to do the third year, which was a degree. Amazing. But I got a full-time job um, out after the second year. Yeah. And then, um, unfortunately, I did like both. I had to, like, I had to, I got this job. I was like, fuck, I've got a job in design. So yeah. I did both. And uh, I didn't do that well in, in the degree, but fuck it, I got a degree. Yeah, and, and it I, must and have been diploma. hard fucking work. Deciding yeah. to do both as well. That's... Yeah, yeah. I had to shift my hours around at work yeah. just to make it work. You don't seem it. scared of much of effort. You don't seem scared nah. of effort. No. Nah. You do it. Whatever's yeah. needed. Yeah, exactly. Wicked. And then, um, then honestly, I I made a new group of friends, new writers. Started the crew called the Flyers Crew, and we are. That's right. The yeah, Flyers. I remember. Yeah, yeah there's a bunch, bunch of good dudes in that, and it's still kicking around. To yeah. This day, which is good. And then, uh, but during that year, to be honest, my Claire and I call them the corpse years because we were both sort of. She was working corporate. I was working semi corporate. I guess. Yeah. We call them the corpse years for corporate, but also they were fucking dead years. Graffiti was awesome. Drinking with my mates were awesome. All yeah. those connections outside. Yeah. That and I had a cool job. I was working in the film and music industry, mm-hmm. but I wasn't really doing what I wanted to do. Mm. But I was happy learning how to use a computer and that. And she's like, "Let's fucking move! Like, come on, let's go." Was she with you by then? Back up in Melbourne, she came with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, she ended up making back. Like, yeah, she was. It was only six months we were apart. Mm-hmm. Like, I went across America and yeah. then I got there, started studying, and she um, and she, she came. Yeah, yeah, wicked. And then. uh yeah, it was um, it was good. Yeah, just she was just getting itchy feet. Just going, mm. there's got to be fucking more to this, you know. And I was like, just asking me to change jobs to sort of further my career. And I was like, oh, it's really comfy. And and at the time, I was hanging out with writers, and they were all like, man, you got a good job. And we just bought a flat as mm. well. And I was like, I wasn't married yet. But you know, you're in a good relationship, all mm. this sort of stuff. And I sort of thought, oh, I don't have to do anything now. I got it made, you know. But Claire was saying, nah, this is fucking boring. There's what, more. Like, well, we're just going to do this for the rest of our life. Let's mm. fucking go, you know. And uh, we started sp- studying Spanish and then we went to, um, we got a one-way ticket to uh, Buenos Aires. Fucking hell. And uh, we travelled around Latin America for, like we saved up a lot of money as well. Yeah. Mind you. We saved up shitloads and we sold everything we owned. Apart from, I just kept my records, my, my photos uh-huh. and I think that's about it, really. A couple of sketchbooks, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like records, photos, books, sketchbooks. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was just everything was just in boxes. Yeah. Know? And then I uh, sold everything else. Sold the flat. the flat. No, I kept, no, the, kept flat. the flat. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, rented that out. Nice. And then but still got it to this day. It's oh, like, good I'm move. So glad. Yeah, it's in a prime location. It's good like, move. Yeah. Amazing. And then um, and then uh, yeah, we travelled for. We went up to the north of Brazil, not north, but like Salvador for mm-hmm. carnival, and that was scary. Like straight away, like I think like day four or something like that, got like um these guys walked up to us on the beach and uh, like it was during carnival, so there was people everywhere. Mm. We were walking down the beach and the and it was all lit up, and then there was this one like building or something casting a shadow. We went through that shadow. These guys just came out of nowhere. These young kids, they're like sixteen or something. And I remember that day, someone was like, "Be watch watch out for the kids because they're they're lethal because they can't go to jail unless they turn 18. Mm. And then um. These kids were about 16 years old. One of them walks up and goes, give me some of your beer. And I, uh, you said he was saying it in Portuguese. I don't yeah, understand yeah. what he was saying. He was doing the action. And then uh, and I was like, oh, no, no. And then suddenly, from nowhere, this big, like, it was like a serrated machete. Oh, like shit. a Rambo-style knife. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? And I was like, fuck. And he held it right to my throat. And I was like, ugh. 
put my hands up. Yeah. And then uh, his mates went through my pockets and I had nothing on me. Like, I was on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what do you have on the beach? And they're sort of saying all this stuff in, uh, in Portuguese. And he, he, yeah, he had the knife to my throat and grabbed me by the balls as well. <sighs> I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> and then, uh, then they took off and I was just like, man, I want to get out of here. How was Claire? Shook. She was a bit shook up as well. Yeah, but yeah. I remember being really shook up for the next few days. I'm not like surprised. Not wanting to leave the house. And everyone I spoke to was like, yeah, we got mugged too. We got yeah. mugged too. And so a lot of them were saying like, a lot of people, like the way they were getting done was someone would just walk up to them, bear hug them. Their mates would just run through their pockets and they'll let them go. You know, so I think the knife was, oh, the knife was scary. Because just looking in their eyes and seeing them rolling around, they were like, they were, they were off their heads. Yeah. I could tell. And, I was and not like, caring. Oh, that was scary. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, did that. Damn. And uh, and it was like right then it was like, do you want to fucking go on with this trip? Like mm. we didn't we didn't question it, but I know it was the universe saying, you yeah, ready, yeah. You ready, fucking? You ready to do this? these, con- these continents here? Yeah. yeah. Some rough shit going on. <laughs> and we ended up uh, working our way down from uh, from uh, Salvador in Brazil all the way down to Patagonia by buses. Fuck. And then we we went from Patagonia all the way up through. Um, all through um, South America, up through Central America, and then all the way up over the border into um, from Mexico into the States, and then road tripped across the States to New York. And well, it took oh us my like, God. It took us about nearly two years. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say, that must have been a long one. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking... <coughs> and so what, cool. camping, staying wherever you can? At first, we were, camp- we were, we were travelling with a tent. Yeah. And some camp- like, we bought a real lightweight tent, yeah. and, um, camping gear and stuff. We weren't using it enough, but like especially like man, camping in Patagonia is not that much fun. It's fucking freezing. In winter we were there as well. Right. We did this big trek and got like like yeah, it was just really harsh, got like stuck like I don't know, sort of stranded. But Claire nearly got blown into these um water with glaciers and shit and it would have been really fucking dangerous, like hypothermia shit. and that. But um yeah. Adventures, man. Yeah, proper adventures. And um and then yeah, it did yeah. Had some like did I uh, yeah I painted everywhere as well yeah <laughs> that was something I forgot to mention were you doing a blog at the time yeah I did a travel blog yeah so it I remember all, following the blog and remember yeah. seeing these odd paintings popping up yeah it was all like um and that was a real pivotal time in my art because that's what I was just about to say I'd, yeah go on I'd grown up with you know I remember what go, having a hardware store paint and yeah. then and then all the Montanas and that started coming about and yeah. Dalton's and stuff like that and then uh and then suddenly you have all the colors to choose from. So I remember going to South America and just using bucket paint mm. and uh, and a can- cans of black because that's all I could really use yeah. at work. And um, yeah, and so I was just painting in two colors for and I'd get a can of white for highlights. And that yeah, was it. yeah. So I painted in two colors for nearly two years. So um, and then was that when you started to move away from letters a bit? I started doing um characters next to my pieces yeah that's what it was yeah it was the characters next to the piece that's yeah. what it was in it? it was the, yeah. sh- the shape yeah and then you'd add the hair yeah glasses eyes whatever it would be you'd add all the features yeah yeah exactly. that was exactly. the beginning of them yeah, yeah and the aeon pieces i remember the one color semi-wild style some of them i remember the link ups yeah. and all that type of shit amazing stuff like, yeah. it's all coming back to me now i remember that blog yeah. i remember it going around the, the network like yeah yeah go and check 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 t's blog out he's traveling and there's, yeah. there's this going on that was wicked yeah, because we, we, had, uh, we had a lot of adventures. And then we got to Colombia and Method and his girlfriend. Yeah. Because he, he got together with Claire's best friend. Amazing. And Claire as well. <laughs> and the four of us traveled in Colombia as well for a oh, month. Oh, sick. Good. Did a lot of pieces together. Brilliant. We went in like all, it's crazy, all, you know, in like Narcos and all that, like mm. the TV series, all up in the, um, 
in the barrios and that, that mm-hmm. that's all filmed like we pieced all through there and Fuck. like yeah but it was weird I, for some reason i don't know i was just doing real stupid shit but it didn't seem stupid i was following my heart and everyone yeah. i was meeting was really nice and friendly and i was just painting in all the painting like favelas in rio and then um with macatron who's from melbourne actually and then uh Macatron, and, yeah, and then when um and i don't know just started painting in all these like all the uh favelas around south america and um that would, i don't know what was, does claire think of it all she's down yeah yeah like uh, you know as i mentioned she's from a different world yeah and that's still in her yeah um but she knows how i live and she loves adventure mm. and she's instigated a lot of this yeah. like once again south america was her idea yeah you i know? mean it's, it sounds brilliant because it sounds like yeah. you've both you've both brought something to the mm. The relationship yeah. do you know what i mean yeah. and you've both been able to also take on each other's yeah part of it as well yeah totally totally and yeah it was crazy times i've had this one guy in guatemala spot me for a piece and he had a pump act- pump action shoddy <gasps> just standing there going yeah do it yeah <laughs> <Fuck. laughs> <laughs> he, he had a uh, real madrid t- um shirt on and a pump action jesus <laughs> he looks like Christ. one of my characters handlebar mustache you know Blimey, yeah. man but, um, so you make your way up to new york yeah, went went all the way to New York. And then is that back in is that first like city life experience again? I mean, I know the city's oh, in. Mate, I was in New York for a few days. We were broke by that stage. By that time, you get mate, back, we were running on fumes. Yeah. You know? Um, but then went to uh, flew over to London from New York uh-huh. and moved like went to Surrey and went, moved in with Claire's parents. Wow. So how long have you two been together by then? Five years, whatever. I don't know. Whatever year that was. Yeah, like six, I, we met in two thousand. So, okay. Like it's nineteen years at the moment. Fuck, yeah. amazing. So um, then, uh, yeah, but her, her parents started to really like me because I got a degree. Things, things had changed. Definitely. And, and also, with the beat, like a lot of years had passed. So that was 2012. It was when the Olympics were on in, um, in London. So there you go. The, the whole 10 years had gone past yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but that, what I mean, a big chunk of that 10 years, like yeah. six, seven years of that was, um, I think, well, 2004 yeah. to 2011 yeah. was just studying, working, Painting, painting graph like yeah. I painted a lot of graph in Melbourne I yeah. think the most graph I've ever painted in one year was 2004 when you were studying but when it was when Claire was um, still over here yeah uh, and I was back in Melbourne yeah and um, but studying so I had time yeah, all this and time. I had a little job in a cafe just flipping eggs and, and then on um, Saturday and Sunday mornings lovely and uh, and oh it just what what it was as well was all those years living in London wanting to do those track sides and all that and yeah. not being able to do it properly it was like I got back to Melbourne and the handbrake had been lifted off. But a lot Boom. of it, and I'm, like I tip my hat to London writers because I reckon it's a fucking hard city to paint. Yeah. But also there was a big factor that was um, I didn't want to uh, get busted because I, I thought I'd lose my girlfriend. I'd yeah. lose a lot of stuff. Like lose- I tried those early <coughs> ones. I kept yeah. trying. I was like, man, this is hard. And um, then you start to think, if this is this of, hard, how, where's it going to lead me? If I exactly, get it's caught? like I'm going to get busted for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, what? Where will this? Yeah. I don't know where the fuck I am yeah. really. I don't know what their systems are. Like. Never, never been overseas before. No, exactly. But I painted a lot when I traveled, like you know, yeah, in yeah, different yeah. countries around Europe. But, but just that, I mean, especially coming to the coming from where you've come from mm-hmm. and the life you've been living, to then turn up in the UK and mm-hmm. yeah, of course you're going to mm-hmm. try it. But yeah, you were wise not to yeah. push it. Yeah. So what, what I resorted to was what I call painting pictures of graffiti, which is painting Hall of Fame and shit like that. And nice, I, I've never heard that. So, I, I, it's not graph. That's really nice, but, um, man. I like that. Yeah, but I, I knew I wasn't doing graph, but I asked myself the question. It's like, and to be honest, this sounds soppy and shit, 
but the number one reason was didn't want to lose my girlfriend. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's not soppy, man. Yeah. That's reality. Yeah. That's that's yeah. what it's got to be. Yeah. Like, and that that's what true love does. And yeah. it's not about taking you away from your culture mm. because it's not that. We've got to fucking grow, man. Mm-hmm. We've got to grow and. My girl yeah. Bex, she's helped me grow loads. Yeah. And yeah, I don't do some of the things I used to do. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. I'm 39, nearly 40. You're damn right. I shouldn't be doing that shit. Yeah. You know. And so yeah, we do give things up, but I'm, at the same time, so do they. And that, that's what a relationship's about. Exactly. And so yeah, all right, cool. You, if you if you shave it all off, the point was I didn't want to lose Claire. Yeah. Exactly. It's fucking brilliant. Brilliant yeah. bit of truth. But. But even when I got to New York, yeah. I painted every day I was in New York, like rooftops, track sides. On it, on it, on it. All, like yeah. everything. Like got went straight into it. Even got like arrested and shit. Oh, did I'm, you? I'm headed there now. I fucking hope they let me in, man. Yeah. Ever, when I've been back, I've, um, I've entered on a Maltese passport because I forgot to mention my mum was born in Malta and immigrated to oh, was she? Australia. Wow. So I've got a Maltese passport. Amazing. And, uh, and yeah, so um, where were we? So we're, we're, you so get yeah, back to I, sorry, 2012. Sorry, 2012. Here we go. Olympics are on. Yeah, that's right. I remember one thing. I, I don't know what, how I never knew this, but I remember getting back and the Olympics were on, and we we're in Surrey, and the bike riding was going past, and there were all these people lined up a, 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 like along the, the small country roads. Yeah, we we went for a jog. Clara, Claire, her brother, and myself. And we got to this clearing, and it was like all just bushes there. Yeah. But no one was standing near there. And I looked down and it's like, man, there's no blackberry bushes here. Why the, yeah. Like, why isn't anyone standing here? And just got in there and just stomped it all down. And I had shorts and I didn't realise it was stinging nettles. <gasps> I'd never been done by stinging nettles before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, watching they... all the bikes go past going, fuck. This really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and all the onlookers were like, ooh. Yeah, what the like, fuck is he doing? Yeah, exactly. Like, He's oh, brave. Man, look at this dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Does he know what they are? They're yeah. the fucking worst. Yeah. But then, um, the one thing that happened when I got to uh, England is uh, the first job I got when I got to London mm. was working at Christie's Auction House. That was the second time I saw. That was the next time I saw yeah. you after all your travelling. Yeah. So what were you doing there? Graphic design. Yeah. Yeah, I was helping him design a, uh, a, a uh, an iPad app. Oh wow! That's how, That's what they got me in for, and I ended up doing a lot of their print catalogues. Uh huh. Wicked. It was cool. Like I've got a whole bunch of them in my studio, and it's like cool just looking at all these. I know, it was, it was like art education for me. Yeah, I love, I, I collect them, man. I've got some of these ones down there, my mm. latest ones. I love them. Yeah. But that was a real eye That was when I was like, fuck this, I want to be an artist. Yeah. Like big time. And I, I watch, like, I watch a lot of art documentaries and stuff like uh-huh. that. And people talk shit on all the auction houses and that. But for me, I tell you what, I had, it was like looking at skate magazines as a kid. I wanted to be in the skate magazines right. and all this sort of stuff, you know. So for me, looking at those, um, Christie's catalogs yeah. and designing them. I'm just like, I want my art to be in here. Yeah. And um, I think like, man, that's a real um ambition for me. That's a big to one. Get to a point to be in. That's brilliant, though. Yeah. And from but from there, that like I remember um going all in, trying to like I started reading art books like how to be an artist and all this type of stuff. And uh, and at the time, every time I sat down to draw, all I drew was graph. Yeah. Because like I drew a lot. Like mm-hmm. I sketched. Like I had a I sketched every day. Like every day, I do at least a throw up on a piece of paper. Yeah, and I had I said that to that myself. Hasn't I said I got to I got to do this every day. Yeah, and I still do it every day now. Yeah, but I remember um, reading a book and it said like if you um if you don't if you want don't like the art you're doing, um, do something different. And I remember thinking, it's not that I don't like graph, but I'm not I'm not trying to be a graph writer. I'm trying to be an artist. Yeah. Like being really inspired. It's like you know I'm not 
like I remember laying out catalogs. I had like Barry McGee and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. I had this fresh one of like a, a, a car, the back of a car, like a car boot. And it was filled with Rust-Oleum cans and the lights were flashing and it was all smoke coming out of it. And I was like looking at stuff like that going, man, he's done like a sick graph piece. Yeah. You but know, it's, it's a fully scenic image, scenic, yeah, yeah, scenic yeah. illustration. Yeah. And it, and I remember, and it was all just seeing Banksy stuff in there, mm-hmm. Deface and all like people like that. And it's like, fuck, these guys are getting in there. It's like, I want to mm. get in there. And um, what, I mean, what, what did you do to break that graffiti? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was reading stuff. books and they said, change the art you, what you're, you're doing. If, and it's like, so I decided to buy these little sketchbooks from Muji uh-huh. and I uh, started drawing in them every day. And that was like, I don't know, five, five years ago. And what, like just that. being really free in them? Yeah. But like, but my, I said, just drawing it every day and the, um, but make sure that uh, it's not graph. No letters. And I've got no letters, no graph in there. I've Brilliant. got a few that have it in there. Yeah. But it's only when I've got this idea for something quirky and something really different. Yeah. Not just practice graph. But it's yeah. like, oh, I've got to try this idea and see if it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there is an odd graph. You'll put it there. to use in that sense. Yeah, but you but don't. Yeah. No throw ups. No throwies. But I'll exactly. let other people draw in them. I've yeah. got one here actually. Oh, wicked. I'll drop something in there. Yeah. yeah. So I'm up to like the 70th, 70th book now. Oh, amazing. Yeah. And I haven't missed a day in five years. Oh, that is fucking yeah. dope, man. Yeah. That's going to be a sick set to look at. Yeah. I exhibited a bunch of them in, as part of an exhibition I had in Melbourne at a place called Bromley Co. Oh, yeah. And I uh, had a glass cabinet and we laid a whole bunch out in that. Wicked. But, uh, but yeah, it was cool. I mean, that's a dope collection to have. Yeah. To keep pushing. Yeah. It's good. I've got lots of guest pages in there. So what, that's people. five years, yeah, of them. Five years, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And I just draw with red and black pen. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but from that, it's like, they like my, I write like the date at the front. I yeah. All the cities I've been in, a number of the books, like all that sort of stuff. And yeah. then like, and then like looking through that, I look through like pictures of my life. And that's what like I paint now, really. And so what you started drawing things you were looking at then as well. Yeah. Your interpretation of those yeah, things. Yeah, take lots of photos with my phone. Mm-hmm. Even sometimes, even I, I used to not do this, but recently I do. Is like even if I see something on Instagram, someone's holiday shot of like an awesome set of shutters or something like that, I'll yeah. just screenshot it and draw that. And, I don't know, just different stuff. And but, so what? what's the main subject you do? Ish. Like it's main subject looks like the art I do. So yeah. it's like houses, doors, windows, broken fences like graph characters which is like my graph hank connection it's still, still in yeah. there because i when i first when i was at christie's i i thought that like the characters i painted were for my graph they were uh-huh. to accompany my pieces and then the uh, and also i was shit at throw ups right. so i'd do a character and i found that my, that'd stand out that'd look better and stand out more yeah. than shit letters and then uh and um and then I tried to develop this, like I was working on this other style for galleries and stuff like uh-huh. that, which was what was you know heavily featured in the books. Then the gallery started asking for my uh, my characters, and I um yeah it was just really weird, you know. Because they saw it and they were like, "We love this shit." Yeah, and because I paint them on the streets, people wanted to buy them. Yeah, and stuff. Which but, happens. Um, but yeah, but I still love painting it. But it's just like I've never tried to sort of fuse what I do in that. I yeah. just paint what I paint and have fun. And so, yeah. you're living in Melbourne now. Yeah. Yeah, you're back living in Melbourne. Oh now. yeah, sorry. When um, oh yeah, when we were in uh in London, um, I was working at Christie's in yeah. London. I, I, had a, I had a pop up show on in Soho one exactly for two weeks. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you walk past, you come see me. Yeah, I like, bought a print. That's right. Like, yeah, I bought a, uh, a panic print. That's right. It's fresh. Yeah. I still got it at home. That was his first print. Yeah. 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 That was amazing. Oh no, sorry, it was Elmo. The Elmo one. Was yeah. Fly. With all the heads. With all the heads. Yeah, yeah. that was his first print. Yeah, it's funny. I actually. 
I was looking at the painting today and it's actually quite similar to that that like now I think about yeah. it. It's like yeah, I was probably like really inspired by that. Wow, okay. That, that was print. a beautiful print, man. Yeah. Beautiful fucking illustration. Yeah. Big up Elmo ATG. Yeah. And um Yeah, so you were here working at Christie's and Yeah. And then uh and then we got itchy feet and we decided to get married. That's right. Where did you get married? Uh Thailand. We went on an Asian adventure. It was like we always gotta travel. So we went to um, India for a bit, uh-huh. and that was pretty full on. Like we came, um, remember flying from leaving London, flying. I got oh, I got a good job at an advertising, uh, no, like a packaging agency in London, uh, in London before that. So called, after Christie's, yeah, sorry, yeah. after Christie's, it called Brand Me, uh-huh. and um, they do all like we were designing like Foster's cans and all stuff like that. Like, yeah, wicked. All the Sainsbury's packaging and all this yeah. sort of stuff. But um, made some money there. Yeah, I had a really good job. Brilliant. <laughs> and then. Uh, it was I was free on this really good freelance rate, and they just kept me on. Oh, I was lovely, like, man, man! That's the dream shit. It's like I was like getting senior management payments, yes. <laughs> doing fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but so I took that money, went to uh, went and got married, went to Thailand, went to India, and when we arrived in India, I remember get on our way from the um, airport. We we're in uh, Mumbai, and we we're in this old shitbox taxi, and we we're going up over the uh, over a train bridge. Yeah, and uh, and so it goes. It has a steep incline and then goes over and you get a bit more speed. But it's such a shit car, it was like putting away and we're going slow down the other side. And this is like four in the morning. This motorbike came with these two guys on it, roaring really fast. They didn't see us over the crest. They skidded, they smashed into us, no helmets and stuff. They went flipping in the air and it's like, fuck, and I jumped out the, um, I jumped out the, ca- the taxi and was like, oh, like trying to help them and that. And out from under the bridge, all these people came out. It was like a zombie film or some shit. And then the cab, tab, cab driver was like, "Get in the car, get in the car." There was like, "Now, now, now." And what he and and the guys were on the ground, fucked. I didn't know what to do. Shit. And they are uh, and they and we jumped in the car and he just took off. And I was like feeling all like shaken up. And yeah. Like, and he said, "Oh, look, you know, you um, like they'll mob you, they'll kill you, like the people coming out from under the bridge because nope. the victim." is the person who comes out worse off in their culture. Yeah. You know? So it would have been the taxi driver's fault. Yeah. You know? They, they were, yeah, he was worried of getting torn out of the car and yeah. fucking beaten it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah, it was full on. And that was like, well, welcome to India. Just when you got like, there. Fucking hour, hell, hour man. One, You've seen you know? some shit out there, haven't you? Yeah. But then I remember, um, through, throughout these years, Claire had never had a thing. Like I had skating, yeah. I had graph. Uh-huh. And now I've d- d- had graph and art. Yeah. You know? And I um and I was like, uh, you know, you need to find something. And I remember she just had these corporate jobs, and we'd just go shopping on the weekends, and yeah. you know, go have a couple of wines on a Friday night or whatever. Yeah. No real hobbies. And and um, while we were over there, she was getting more and more into uh, yoga. And she said, "Oh, I want to do like a yoga teacher training while I'm in India." And I said, "All right." Like, and she, I said, "How long's it go for?" This is on our honeymoon, mind you. Yeah. So it goes for a month. And it's like, well, I'm not gonna fucking sit around for a month waiting for you. And she, and I, she goes, well, find some friends, go on holiday, do something. It's like, all right. I see if I can find um, a, at least one writer to travel with. Yeah. I'm going to go on a painting adventure around India. And, uh, and she said, yeah, all right. And so I organized it with um, Tizer, yeah. and Ebot, and the three of us. Of course. Yeah, the three of us went on a month-long painting trip. That amazing India. trip. Yeah. And uh, yeah, made, vid- made a video while we were yep. over there as well. That's and right. That was fucking awesome, man. We painted like... In a month, we painted like thirty-seven walls or something like that. Fuck. Like, and it was fucking hot too. That's like hot. yesterday's heat. So what? Yeah. You just called back to London and said, "T, you want to come out to India?" Yeah. Sick. Yeah. 
he was uh, he was a bit slow to get started. I had to even book his ticket for him. I bet. But you know what he's like. Of course. Love you, love you, Tyson. He's just painting all yeah. the time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, and I remember um, Ebot was in hospital with severe like um, like a stomach problem, mm. like. And he got out, and the next day he jumped on the plane and came to India. Oh my <laughs> god! Like, what a nuts case. He had the norovirus, norovirus <gasps> or whatever it's called. He got out of hospital the next day, jumped on the plane to India. And I'm like, all right, let's fucking go. Okay, coming yeah. in. <laughs> we first flew into Bangalore, and I had a lot of fun. We did a lot of painting. It was good times, and everyone was. And it's like we did a lot of like full-on spots. Yeah, yeah. We I remember the photos about it. We we're always like. Like we're painting all main roads and that, and we're like, oh, it's cool if we paint. Da, da, da. I remember if a kid ever asked me if he could have a go at the can, like as long as I wasn't getting mobbed, yeah. all the time I'd say yeah. And I remember there was this in Bangalore, there was this kid, um, Sanjay. And I was, I did, I did a few pieces while I was waiting for Tizer and Ebot to show up. Yeah. And he, he goes, oh, let me write my name. He goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm writing my name. He goes, oh, can I write my name? I said, yeah, cool. He did. He's like six to eight years old right did this sanjay tag in his full fresh indian sort of style writing script yeah. and then did the decorations around it and that and, oh, and then i'm going to take I, I said oh let me take a photo i got a photo of him with the can next yes. to his tag and it's so fresh that's amazing yeah and there's a lot of kids like that out there who wow they've got like because they you know they, they teach you almost calligraphy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's their, their script is fucking crazy yeah. man the brush script is nuts yeah yeah yeah, because spe- the, the other thing is they're not working off computers a lot mm. of the time, are they? They're just going to, especially the young kids. Mm. Our kids are get fucking iPads in primary school now. Yeah. <laughs> Different era. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. Mate, India, nuts. I want to live in India. Do you? When I'm 55. We're going to go there next year. Yeah. Um, we're going to do like two weeks out there. And then we think we're going to retire to there, possibly when we're like 55. That's Good. what I want to get the fuck out of Mate, here. That's, that's how you make shit happen. You say, that's what I'm going to do. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. that's why I work this hard. But like, yeah. I like it in the world we like to work in. But yeah, it's, yeah. that's the thing. I'd love, I haven't been there yet, but I'm fully in love with the place. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I highly recommend it. Also, I went to Sri Lanka as well. I, I want to go there as yeah. well. My mate Harry just come back from there. He said it was stunning. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, and then... Um, and then so she does that, the yoga thing. You do the painting holiday. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. Then we yeah. met up and we kept traveling. Had had some Indian adventures. Lovely. Yeah, I don't know. There's been like, there's been a lot of adventures. Mate, like, I, I can't. I've known you for time. a long time, yeah. and like uh, the amount of places I know you've been to yeah. is just countless. Yeah. I can't you, without looking at a book or a list. Yeah. I can't imagine you'd be able to yeah, remember all of lot. it. There, oh, one thing that happened in South America that I forgot to mention. I won't go into it, but I'll just summarize. But we like got. Pretty much kidnapped in the uh, what in the in the jungle on the, in the in the Darien Gap. We got held hostage and marched at gunpoint and stuff. Fuck. Yeah, Just you two, us two, and a um and a couple from uh from um Denmark from Copenhagen. Wow. Yeah. You were, no, just... were all covered in tats and that. We stood out like sore thumbs. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Fucking hell. Yeah, but it was crazy. More yeah. adventures. Yeah. Wrong place, wrong time. So we got out of it. And none of this stuff has ever put you two off. Oh no, it's made us grow it, closer. It we know we know that we've lived. Like, this yeah. is, okay, okay, this is one part of that story. I'll tell you is there was a point where the guy it had me, and you know those little huts out the front of Buckingham Palace. Yeah. Imagine one of them in the middle, like like in the middle of the sort of Caribbean. I mean, right on the Caribbean coast, but right in the jungle as well. Right. And it's just a little rickety hut like that. And he poked poked me with an AK forty seven to like stand in there, stand in there. 
and I'm standing in there and there's a foam mattress on the ground. He's just got the gun pointed at me. Oh and my I thought, God. This is it. This you is thought it. you were just going to land on that yeah. dead. And I was really, because you know, you think, oh, how, how would I react if I was going to die? I remember in that moment just thinking, man, it's been fucking awesome. Fucking like, whole tea, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I was like, man, what a fucking awesome, awesome time. That's yeah. something to face and yeah. to understand. That is yeah. deep. Yeah. But then, uh, How did you get he, out of that? Oh, he goes, get out. And then he made clear to it. <laughs> and then we found out later, because we, um, we smuggled ourselves over the border from Colombia into Panama because uh-huh. the, the place we were in got taken over by the um, the FARC military group. Yeah. In, uh, Fuck's sake. Yeah. In, uh, yeah, like the all the paramilitaries came out of the jungle and just held everyone hostage. And like I was re- I remember afterwards reading up on Wikipedia all about it and it says like, they, they they try and save bullets by like chopping people up with chainsaws and shit like that and you're like fucking hell and this one guy said to us get the fuck out of here like you know you guys gotta run you're gonna be in serious trouble so we ran up through the jungle and then we got caught by some other guys and that's how it all happened but we got out of there a few days later what did they do just let you go well, we were just like free range hostages we like we just couldn't go anywhere it's yeah. like like they took us to this little village and it's like well you like there was nowhere to go there was a Caribbean coast we can't, we're not gonna swim no. for safety and the rest was a jungle. We'd go to walk off, and they'd be like, "Go like on there." I'd say there's worse people up in that jungle than there is down here in this little village. Yeah. And then there were missing person posters everywhere. It was really like shit. daunting shit. But um. But anyway. You got out of it. Yeah. Another adventure. Yeah. You're gonna have to write all this shit down, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's all in my head. Yeah, you you well, two no, you no, two no, should no, do a fucking no, travel book. transcribe this. Yeah, like, exactly. I yeah. Write down. I've got better things to do. <laughs> <laughs> When you two are older, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. gonna have to write a travel book, yeah. man. Yeah. So after India, we we just wanted to Claire wanted to be close to her family, but we didn't want to live in London anymore. Yeah. It, I don't know. We just we're finding it hard to make ends meet. We were living on um on a council estate as well, and not really living a glamorous yeah. life. <laughs> so this is when you got back from India. Yeah, and just like fuck this, let's go somewhere, and we decided to move to Barcelona. Oh, we wow. lived there for a year and a half. And that was fucking good. You worked there as well? Yeah, worked there. In in what industry did you do? Uh, graphic design. Oh, you did more graphic yeah, design out there? Yeah. Wicked. Because we learned to speak English in um, South America. Mm, Spanish. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Still learning to speak English. Let's speak Australian. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Because uh, we learned to speak Spanish in uh, in South America. We just wanted to take, wanted to like, use it, get the hang of it yeah. as well better because we, we felt it fading straight away. Mm-hmm. It's like, shit, we don't want to lose this. So we moved to Barcelona, where no one really speaks Spanish anyway. <laughs> but it's a great city. We yeah. had a lot of fun. It was just, um, and I got a job through like, um, was just showing my folio around. Lovely. I had to door knock on agencies because there was no um, employment, like recruitment consultants. And that's how wow. I always did it in London. Yeah. Just call up the agencies to find your Let job. Let them know you're on like, it, yeah. Show it, gets emailing your folio and then yeah. things pop up. But that didn't exist in Barcelona. So I had to door knock. Damn. All the um, design agencies and try and get a job, and I got a good job with Wicked. this agency called Mucho, uh-huh. and they are they're fucking awesome. Best place I ever worked. I think I've heard of Mucho actually. Yeah, yeah. They're they're pretty big in the design world. Yeah, yeah, I've heard They've of done them. Done a lot. Um, <coughs> they to all the conferences and stuff. But um, I was gonna say yeah, so that was awesome, and I just loved like I felt that it was my um, I felt that I was ready to trans to go into art full time, but. I knew it was like my my swan dance or whatever for graph. Yeah, that's what I felt anyway. I still believe that it was. So a year and a half in Barcelona, I fucking painted heaps, Wicked. like shitloads. You paint with Ponk? Yeah, Ponk. I yeah. painted with Ponk and Ripo. Big lot. up Ponk and, then and a Ripo. Lot of the um, yeah, Ripo's from uh, New York. Yeah, 
and then a lot of uh, and also this guy Spank from uh, from um, Sweden. Okay, wicked. So we were like expat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, uh, and then, yeah, and it was just a lot of fun. And also, I, I just discovered this like area areas in um, Barcelona that weren't getting painted much by the locals. Uh-huh. Like if you wanted to paint like a chill Hall of Fame on a Sunday, yeah, they'd go to these places and get painted over like every day. And then I like I was just popping my head over fences and finding so many abandoned like lots and stuff and places to do good pieces and yeah me and my friends would just ride around and just paint Quite nice like spots. multiple Jump in. spots in a day and lovely some would just be for throw up some you just do this and yeah. then, you know all different sites shapes and but full graph days though yeah yeah oh yeah filling it and out and we get i get the um the higher bike you know like the yeah. forest bike or whatever you yeah call and they have a thing for your bag on the front put nice a, put a bag full of paint on the front just ride around and just have an easy time yeah it. lock it up jump over the fence do something did a lot of that, but also painted a lot in the streets. Yeah. And, uh, yeah Any got, trouble with the police there? Yeah, got busted a couple of times, yeah. actually. How's this? Is one time um, I was with my friend. I was just telling, her, telling her a mate about this this morning, or this afternoon, sorry. But um, I was with my mate Histo, who was from the Flyers crew in Melbourne, uh-huh. and he came over. I and, know these pieces, yeah. And we, uh, yeah, we were, we were just out bombing. He's a pretty keen bomber, and he, he G'd me up as well. Let's go, let's go. And we um, went out and did a whole bunch of spots. And then we did this one spot on the main road and we're doing it really quick. And all these drunk, like, I think they were British. Like, mm-hmm. they, they looked like office workers on um, a conference trip or something. Mm-hmm. They were real drunk. It was like four in the morning. And they're like, oh, give us a go and all this sort of shit. And they were like posing for photos while we're filling in our throw ups and stuff. And then the cops pull up on these motorbikes. They take off. We run. One of them went after Histo. The other one went after me. And I ran into this path, and it goes like um, it zigzags up and down like a path, like okay. up, up up a bit of a hill. Yeah, yeah. And I was running up the grass, and this guy was on this big, you know, those American style motorbike. Oh yeah. And so I was, he was zigzagging up, <laughs> and I was running up, and he got to the top, and I'd run back down. But there was nowhere to go. I'm like, where the fuck do I go? And he did this for so many times. It was like Laurel and Hardy. It was like. Uh, yeah, and then I got to. I remember getting to a point, and I could see where I lived, and I was like, oh, "I can't run to my house because he's just going to follow me there, and he'll get yeah. me before I get to the door anyway." So I just sat down, and I was like, "Out of breath, just go." I give <laughs> Come up, man, give up. Put my hand, sat down, crossed my legs, put my hands over my head, and just went, "Nah, I'm all yours, man." And he jumped off his bike, and it fell to the ground. Yeah. And he runs up and starts booting me in the ribs, and he had like steel cap boots <sighs> on. Car. And I grabbed his leg. Yeah. And I said. I uh, said in Spanish to him, if you don't stop kicking me, you're going to be in more trouble than I am. Yeah. And he stopped straight away. And then uh, he said, what the fuck are you doing? He was like, slapping me over the back of the head. You're yeah. a fucking idiot. And I go, yeah, I know. I said, sorry, man. I'm, it's a work work trip at the moment. And uh, and like, I just had too many beers and I saw all the graffiti and I, I used to do this when I was a kid. I really, I'm sorry, sorry. And he goes, ah, oh, whatever. And he, I pulled, he, he asked me for my ID. He looked yeah. one look and he's like, you're a fucking idiot. You're older than me. Like, yeah, I know, I know. So I would have been like, I don't know. I would have been mid thirties, put it that way. <laughs> but uh, and then he um and then he said uh and he's like oh um and he just yeah he just like he's like he pulled that's right he pulled out the F post machine like the card ma- card machine yeah fucking tapped my card ninety euros Shut and told up. me to fuck off. Just took 90 quid off you. Go on, fuck off. Off you yeah. go. Here's your fine. I walked away with my bag of paint and everything. But my ribs were so sore. I'll bet. Yeah. And Fucking hell, like, handy with that Spanish though. Yeah. And then two nights later, like no shit, like 50 metres from where all that happened, we were drunk and we had paint on us and we'd been painting during the day. 
and uh, he still goes, man, I can't believe no one's bombed this thing. And ran up and just did a massive pisto Aeon. And I remember I was making a little video, like yeah. a, a weekend in Barcelona sort of video, just a little edit. And then uh, I said, I'll get it on film and um, filmed it. And then uh, out of nowhere, we're just surrounded by guys with guns, like, cop, like <sighs> sort of more security guard dudes. But yeah. They had guns. They had the guns drawn on us. And we're like, oh, shit. I stopped the camera, I took the chip out, put it in my coin pocket and just yeah. popped the camera in my paint bag. And then they they had us. But um, they patted it. One of them went through our bags and found the camera and turned it on and said, oh, where's the uh, pictures? And I said, oh, I haven't taken any photos yet. There's nothing there. And then he's like, um, and then they patted us down and he found it in my pocket and he put it in. And we're sitting there looking at this Histo Aeon tag, like really big. They were like, it's like tall ones. Yeah, yeah. And then um, in Chrome too. And then he... Uh, and then he turns on the camera with the chip and it's just a video of his toe doing it. And he's like, that's you. <laughs> yeah, that's but once again, we only got like, we got like a 250 euro fine and that was it. Between you? Like, no, each. Oh, each. And that was the only time I've ever I got in trouble in Barcelona. That's not bad. But I've heard of horror stories. I've heard of horror stories yeah. as well. Yeah, I've yeah. heard of horror stories. Yeah. Fucking yeah. hell. Lots of travelling then. And yeah. then now you're back in Melbourne. Oh yeah, so I moved After back to Spain. Melbourne. Yeah, moved back to Melbourne and... Um, did the graphic design thing for a uh, for like a year. Get yourself set up. Yeah, that was the plan. Yeah. And then, um, but then, I don't know, like Claire got right into yoga. Brilliant. And um, she had a string of like, she's had some shit jobs. Like, you know, like she, for instance, as I was saying, she worked for Bacardi. Yeah, yeah. She was trying to get like young people to buy more alcohol. Yeah. Not very good for the soul. She's worked for like, um, you know, like yogurt companies and all yeah. that sort of stuff. And didn't and it's just trying to get people to eat sugar and all sorts of bad shit so she just said i just want to do something good and um tried to do something good working for a health company but that didn't work out mm-hmm. because they were doing dodgy shit too like it's corporations yeah like it's, it's not, what it not, is. Not, not stating claims on the label and that and just saying no i know because we've added these chemicals so it hides all that shit and it's just like that's not healthy no. <laughs> don't do that you know yeah. so things like that and she just said i can't do this anymore um and she went full time with her yoga and has helped like people with like wellness coaching and stuff. Brilliant. So as a as a result, we were living off one income. Yeah. For for then and uh, until her business started growing, because she actually hadn't taught much yoga and all yeah. sorts of stuff. She got away. But to then, go. but then I remember having a, a dispute with a, uh, a company I was freelancing for, mm-hmm. and I was just trying to use more plastic, and I didn't see it necessary. Yeah. So and I had an argument with them and just they said, Oh, look, there's your desk or there's a door and I just took the door. Yeah, see you later. And then uh they were trying to just use put, put plastic around something. There was just no there. need. Yeah, there's yeah. no waste of yeah. there's unnecessary plastic in the world. Yeah. So anyway, then I um and then I uh went full time with my artwork. I contacted um uh, Ruka, like R V C A. Yeah. Uh they had a gallery in Melbourne. Uh-huh. Like they had a clothing brand from LA or California. And then um and they uh, like they let me show in their gallery, and it was all because I, I was friends with Demote. Oh yeah. And like he put in a good word for me because I asked them and said, oh, you know, can like can I show in this gallery? And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, you need to send through a bio and all that. And I understand. I was gone for six years, mm. like arriving back to Melbourne, and I thought I was going to get like what arrived back with open arms. Yeah. Scene what are you that. doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in actual fact, man, I was forgotten. Yeah. Like done. Doesn't you know. Time's gone. Yeah, exactly. And there was all new people up in the streets. Yeah, and stuff people like had that. moved on. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, everyone's forgotten about me. Oh. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I had my head that because of social media and stuff like that, yeah, people yeah, were yeah. watching what I'm up to. But a long time had passed. And, uh, but luckily, I had, you know, I, I don't know, I just um, got a little studio through a mate, through mm-hmm. 
my friend Pilfer, who's another writer, and I share a studio with him. And he, uh, yeah, he hooked me up with mm-hmm. a, a spot to paint, and I started just working on on new paintings. And so that was the first show you did. Uh, no, I've done a few shows. I was part of the Finders Keepers show in London in like 2001 or two. Okay. That was because I was friends with like D-Face and yeah. Serious L, this guy PMH, and also like a good friend of mine, Matt Sewell as well. Like, Matt's I, met him I love there. Matt. Yeah. I love Matt. I've got a lot of really close friends in um, yeah. in London and different parts of England. Yeah. And he, uh, and they, uh, yeah, so that was the first time I exhibited. Yeah. And they all went on to do really well. Yeah, Matt's doing brilliant. I remember just watching even... I was inspired by all these people I'd seen and living as artists and those yeah. guys I mentioned were, were doing it as well. Yeah. So I just thought, oh, man, I want some of that. And um, yeah, and I was just happy to be doing that. But the big thing as well is about six, uh, probably about three or four months before I quit my job, mm. I started doing a podcast called Bench Talk, yeah. which I, where I interview artists about their work and stuff. And I was just interviewing my friends, but I was interviewing people who were living off their job, off yeah. their art. And I was just curious. I was just like, how are you doing it? Yeah. How are you doing it? You know? And uh, through speaking to so many people, I just they, they all said, "Oh, you just do it." It's like, "Oh, okay." It's all and, it is, isn't it? It's so nuts. Yeah. It, I mean, it sounds very simple. It's not. We know it isn't. No, but but it's not. You just do it. It's you fucking take a deep breath and take the plunge. <coughs> I was paying mortgage and all that, and yeah, also Claire wasn't bringing in much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was teaching a few yoga classes, mm. but that, well, that's you know, you get sixty bucks a class or yeah. something. It's not, and that's got a build. You've got a fucking. Yeah. Yeah. But luckily that exhibition went really well. I made enough money for like to live for about three months. Brilliant. And I thought, fuck, this is awesome. And by the end of that three months, something else had come through. Then I got asked to do a mural and then other stuff. And it was all starting to happen for me. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just really grateful. <laughs> it's nuts, isn't it? Yeah. Because you literally, yeah. it really is as simple as fuck it, just do it. If you yeah. And I think if you can, you've done it clever by working hard and putting some money behind you. Yeah. It makes that transition a bit easier. Yeah. But yeah, planning, looking, looking at things, and setting things out to, yeah. yeah. When you get there, it's a fucking dope feeling because it, it does. Is. Just, you know, I, I was telling my mate earlier another time. Um, you know, I, I came back from my job earlier this year, and I was like, oh, "Fuck, what do I do? Should I do this? Should I do that? Do the other?" And then literally the end of that week, I had a call, biggest job of the year come through, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah it just constantly is a wave, isn't it? Yeah, it's totally. back and forth the whole time. Yeah, but totally. enough for you to decide, I'm in this." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I just, well, I never wanted to do anything else. Yeah. You know, it's like for me, like graphs, graphs, and arts, art, and people go, oh, you know, you're fucking doing this now, or whatever. I don't, I don't give a shit. No. I'm doing what I, I love to do. Yeah. And I'm doing what I do on the weekends yeah. and after work. And I do that, get to do that full time. And it's like, man, I'm so, so fired up about it. Yeah. And I, I tell you what, the backbone of it as well, there's been lots of different elements, I, I, I personally believe. Yeah. Um, but I reckon one of the backbones to um, making it happen is drawing in those books every day. I, I mean, that sounds like a massive key. I, but I think you've done a few real good things. I mm. think you've made a few good decisions over the last fifteen years or so. Yeah. Which have, like I said, about the you're not scared of hard work. You know what yeah. I mean? You're very matter of fact about all of it. Mm. You want to open. You're, you're very much aware of opening your eyes and seeing more. You're really yeah. inquisitive. You yeah. found a partner who's exactly the same in that sense. Yeah. And then all this planning and hard work and, you know, mm. laying all that shit out, it sounds, that is a fucking dope way to do this, yeah. man. Because I grew up painting um, graph with um, Dabs and Milo as well. Did you? Yeah, who are, they're part of SDM. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, they are, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, um, they've gone, you know, they've gone to LA. Completely and, different world but, now. But we, we sort of waved them off to yeah. Melbourne. See ya. Yeah. When the recession was happening and everything, it was just like, 
what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you know, and the man watching what they built for themselves. Amazing, man. Just from being close friends to to see where they've taken it. Yeah, is uh, is crazy. Yeah, and also when I was living in um in Barcelona, I was painting with Rippo a lot. Yeah, he was he had his own art career. He had his he lived he had a like this cool like conversion like studio house thing in Barcelona, and that was awesome. And they they um and through watching him work. I was like really. What type of work like, does he produce? It's like uh, like I guess it's like signage, but collage. Okay, signage. Richard. Yeah. Well, he was back then. Yeah. He's doing different things now. Yeah, yeah. He's moving through it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, back then, and I was watching him make a living as an artist. <coughs> just going, fuck, man. I wish I was doing that. That was the, like through people like that. It really uh, yeah. inspired me. Yeah. And I mean, again, as we spoke about earlier, and as you mentioned, the podcast, mm. like. What what this these conversations these fifty something conversations I've had have done for me amazing. Mm. Like it, a lot of it's been about my son and worried about him growing up and not knowing just being a dad and not knowing what the fuck to do as a dad. Yeah. So I've had these types of things and so in my teenage years my life was so fucking nuts. There's no point comparing him to me in that sense because he wasn't going to go through what I went through. So chatting to everyone else about yeah. their teenage, it's been so fucking helpful for me. Yeah, the whole art thing as well. Since I started doing this, I can't. I run a business. My business is good. Mm. I'm a service though. I don't produce art. Mm. I, ha I hadn't produced art for a long time, and even yeah. when I owned the gallery, yeah. I produced art for money. I didn't produce canvases because I was an artist. Like it was, I knew this shit would sell. Yeah. So, but what's happened since the podcast is. I've listened to people talk and they're like, make some fucking time. That's all that's needed. You can still run your business. You can still do your thing. And luckily I love my business. It's great fun. I'm creative every day. Mm. But as I say, it's a service. And then but, but this podcast has made me produce art and I've been doing loads in here. Yeah, I mean, I was like just sick, just looking around. Oh, sorry, but yeah, I mean like, but it's, it's I, I, I can't believe I put it away for so long. Like the the heart of painting, not never mind about the need and great. I've built a business where I can provide this service for people. That's brilliant. But and I managed to keep it as raw as possible. But it doesn't matter. The idea of just doing art is lovely, and the podcast has brought me to that. Yeah, yeah. It's been wicked to like, you know, reaffirm that. And I suppose you went through the same. Yeah. In that year. Yeah. What made you start your podcast? I uh, I was walk when we we're in Spain. I was we went camping up in the countryside, and we we're walking. Claire and I are walking in the um, forest and uh, I don't know I find that good ideas come when you're um, out in nature I uh, spend a lot of time out there yeah as you probably guessed yeah and um, and I just said oh I know all these people who are making a living off of being artists I'd love to find out how they're doing it and just and share that and Claire laughed at me it's like as if you're gonna fucking start a podcast it's like okay it's like all right watch me and it's, uh, <laughs> it's funny it's brilliant. I love yeah. your podcast, man. Oh, it's wicked. I love the variety of people. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Wide variety. It's interesting, like, sitting here talking to you, because I, I normally talk on the other end. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. I really nervous at the start. Man, my heart was pounding. But um, it was weird. <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, as I said again, we don't... When the fuck... I haven't done one yet. Yeah. I haven't had this conversation. Yeah. I'll interview. Yeah, I want you to yeah. interview me. And I haven't... And I'm slightly scared. Mm. So, and I, I really feel I'm empathetic to all the people that have come in this room mm. or whoever I've gone to visit and to record because yeah it's not easy this shit and no. the decisions on how much you're going to let out or not I'll tell you what my thing is though like I'm trying to train myself and I think I'm doing well to not be embarrassed by anything 
Yeah. That's my thing. Yeah. Because I'm not a bad person. I know what being a bad person is because I've done that shit and I've affected, my actions have affected other people's lives. I've, yeah. I've done, I've lived that way. I don't live like that way anymore and I haven't lived like that way for a long time. Yeah. So I've got nothing to be embarrassed by. I've got nothing to be ashamed of. And so that's kind of why I want to talk and not hold anything back. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know what it's going to be like when I get into the situation. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be quite interesting. In all honesty, when, like, when I listened to the uh, Mr. Met, Mm-hmm. And the score one, and how um, open those guys spoke. Absolutely and amazing. And all of them, like teach, like, all, all like, yeah. so many of your guests. It's just like, wow, I don't know. I think it's. Like, maybe think about every time I listen to your podcast, I think about my life. And it's like, I don't know, it's crazy. I think <laughs> I, you know what I don't. I'm not trying to. And I, I think everyone gets this. It's not. We're not trying to upset anyone here. And I'm not trying to. And I'm, you know, I'm holding people up on the pedestals they deserve to be on. But at the same time, I'm bringing them down to the ground mm. to let everyone else know we're the fucking same. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Teach is the king of London. I will never take that away from him. But at the same time, I know what Teach has been through everyday shit like I have. Mm. And I can be Teach if I want to be. It takes a lot of work. Yeah. It's a decision to be made. And he made decisions to go off and do that. But the point of it is just like, come on, guys, we can do this. Like, yeah. there is, it's all available for us, man. And especially the creative shit. Yeah. And especially through a fucking culture. Yeah. Because, yeah, the decisions just are just made a lot easier. So, before we wrap up, what are you here for? Oh, I mean, um, yeah, travel. I, I, one of the things I do for the last three years, like, Melbourne has shit winters. Okay. Anyone who's spent winter in Melbourne knows that. And when you say shit, shit, what do you mean? Like I know the shit is London, but it's pretty shit. Okay. Yeah. Shit to what you're compared to, what what you're used yeah. to there. Yeah. Yeah. Melbourne has shit winters. London has really shit winters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got you. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry, London, if you love winter. No, no, no. We got you. <laughs> um, so We're not embarrassed. Yeah. So for the ever since we've moved back from Barcelona. Yeah. And this has been a massive boost for me as well. Um, confidence in my confidence is that every uh, every winter Claire and I take off for two months to go somewhere warm man you two are too inspiring man <laughs> I love this shit go on. we very rarely have the money to do it when the decision's made I can imagine it always finds its way into our into yeah. our wallets before, in, in time for departure brilliant and uh, and so we just have faith that it's going to happen every year and this like, the first year we went to Bali for two months and that was cool I did mm-hmm. lots of painting around there mm-hmm. Uh and then included lots of yoga stuff. And then uh, last year, I went to uh, we went to Tokyo and I had an exhibition over there. And then we travelled around Japan, amazing, and, um, Taiwan, and also Thailand. Fuck. And then uh, and then after and then this year we're we're here. So um, Claire's come home to see her family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm mates with Deface from years mm-hmm. ago, and uh, and we we're having a Skype chat. I did an interview with him for the podcast, actually. Brilliant. I told him I was coming. He's like, man, you got to show it stolen space. Oh, go on, D. So, um, Big the fuck up. Yeah. And he's like, um, and he said they normally show with two people. And yeah, this yeah. And, that. and I said, and they said, oh, but you can get like three. Or they said, oh, maybe even get like a group show, like seven people. And I yeah. thought, I think th- three people would be stronger than seven. Yeah. And so I uh, contacted two artists who I don't really know. I've right. met one of them a couple of times. The other one I've never met, but I just know their art yeah. from like Instagram and stuff. And it's uh, Elliot Rutledge from Sydney uh-huh. and um, Matthew Fortrose from Adelaide. And uh, I just love their work. I was like, man, I'd love to show with these guys. Yeah. I just reached out and they both said, fuck yeah. And we're, we're all here. We, They've we, come over as well? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. We spent our first day together today um, setting up. Like, oh, that's lovely. canvases and stuff. And so the show's on the 1st of August? 1st of August. For a month? For a month. So this will come out after that, okay, <coughs> but it's on right. for a month. Yeah, yeah. 
go down and check it out, people. People will check it out. Yeah, we still are. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's looking good so far. Mm. We're pay- all painted canvases, and I I put them in like a um like a big like PVC pipe, like a plumbing pipe, and oh, screw wow. on the ends. Oh nice! Because, and we went to Brunei for a bit. Been walking around with like you know the a strap that you put on yoga mats. Yeah. Yeah, I had like that on a thing, and I've been walking around with that. Oh man, a long time now. I finally dropped it off the other day, yesterday, <laughs> in the really heat, in the like. That 38 degree day. Yeah, that was killer yesterday. Man, I walked 21 kilometers in that heat. I can't believe I did it. I went skating. <laughs> I'm feeling it today. But, um, um, what what work have you produced for the show? You you produced it here, right? No, I produced it in Melbourne. Oh, you That's produced why I it out there? Because oh, I went, even went to Brunei on the way across. Oh, you're right. Yeah. And uh, spent a couple of nights there, and then uh, and then dropped it off at um, Solon Space yesterday. Wow. But um, but yeah, and, and so the work's like. It's crowds of characters because it's a street art gallery. I thought I'll do something like paint on the streets, yeah, and uh, and painted like crowds of the characters that I'm known for. Brilliant. And then um, that I used like a, only a few colors, and then had like one character on each canvas. That's uh-huh. a um, like it's a hit of color. And I sort of thought like the metaphor of like I'm coming back over here and I'm trying to stand out in a really busy market, and it's like standing out in the crowd. That's really nice, man. Yeah, I, I just. I like yeah, that. Yeah, because it's like, it's what I want to do. I've made a decision. I've, I've been fortunate in like two and a half years to have really built up a name for myself yeah. in Melbourne, like as a uh, as an artist. And a lot of that's come from just painting in really like bold places where people get to see my artwork. And uh, and yeah, and I thought, I really want to try and make a name for myself internationally. And I'm seeing all these people do it. And there's like, you know, those books all come out, the the street artists who are in the yeah. galleries and stuff like that. And it comes back to working at Christie's as well. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm still striving to be that no, artist. It's good. You've got a goal for it. Yeah. <clears throat> like a real fucking dope yeah. ambition within it. Yeah. But I think everything that you do just seems perfect for this, this role in your life for now. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like you love traveling. I do. You love producing artwork. I and do. the fact that you've now freed yourself up and so has your wife freed herself up to be able to just continuously do that. Mm. And put on shows around the world that's a different thing to like you know being in melbourne and being a great artist in melbourne cool mm. all right what next yeah and you're doing the what next all the time yeah it's yeah, brilliant totally. man sick tea yeah that was an amazing chat brother mate thanks for having me that was brilliant man. and oh, i forgot to mention out of all the people who i've painted with in uh in uh in london i've mm. painted with you a bunch as well mate I, I i love how long we've known each other for yeah. and we've never really got to know each other properly because no. we've always met at those times yeah. like paintings or walking past the, you know the gallery or the shop because i'm sure you visited the gallery yeah. like you know it's been brilliant watching you over the years and watching this just this weird fucking bend through life and i think mm. the other thing which has been really nice is that knowing you've been consistent with claire the whole time yeah, yeah. i think that's been a real you know, something to look at and think, wow, sick, look at that, man. Look at that yeah. partnership running and look what he's doing. I never knew what Claire did. I never met her. But you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. The point was, is that I'm looking at my mate travel. I'm looking at my mate paint loads. Mm. And, and you know, there's this girl that's always there, yeah. partner, and you're like, fuck, man, that's brilliant. Yeah. Right. She's my partner in crime. People, a lot of people go, oh, you know, you, you've been here, you've been there, you do this, you do that. And a lot of it is Claire kicking me up the ass going, go on, Ben. Mm. That's the shit. You know, yeah, yeah, come yeah. On. Hey, seriously, like, like Bex... My girl, very similar, man. She, her last job was account director for a creative brand selling relentless energy drink. Mm. And she knew she was selling. She was, her people were designing drinks to be sold to teenagers. Mm. Same shit. Mm. She'd done it, that job she had for like three years or whatever, four years. And when she got made redundant from that, it was just like, same thing. Yeah. Listen, love, 
I'm not stopping doing my, I've been doing my thing since before I met you. I'm, I can't stop this, but, and she's like, but we need to pay the rent. I said, nah, you need to do what you want to do. Yeah. Fuck the rent. We can figure that out. And then, well, we ended up buying a boat is how we figured it out. But she, she went off and studied. Same thing. And it's so nice, man. She's been this rock for me for years. And then I got to be it for her. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And like back her up while she did her thing. Yeah. It's great having a partner, man. Great. It is. It Definitely. Is. Well, again, thank you again. Right, sorry for not letting you get many words in. I, was, I don't I, want words in this, man. I'm, listen, I'm a nosy fucker. I want to hear about everyone. Yeah. And then, nice. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll switch over. You, yeah. When you get home, we'll do a Skype interview. Yeah. i got to admit, that was a real buzz for me. I'm glad. Be, like, I don't know. I haven't, I've never, never spoken that uh, long about my life. No, I'm glad. <laughs> I think that's another thing I'm doing here, is because it yeah. isn't just about yeah. your artwork or yeah. your graph career. I want everything. Yeah. It's interesting because I've been <coughs> on the other end of yeah, the conversations. Yeah. I've been thinking about what's happened in the last few years. Mm. And every time I move countries, I make a new group of friends. I have old friends, but yeah, they've yeah, yeah. usually moved on. I had kids, done all yeah, yeah. Like It doesn't mean they're not Life my friends. Life goes on. But yeah, yeah. But daily people who are around me. And at the moment, that's the guys that are in my studio. And, yeah. Uh, you know, people I hang out with. And then, um, and they only know, a lot of them have just met me in the last two or three years yeah yeah you know they don't know the story like, and you don't get a chance to tell the story no, either. no because no, if there's four of you why do you get the chance to tell your whole story mm, yeah no we're sharing our time together here yeah. and you never get that's why that's why these interviews like we're both doing are important man yeah exactly really important yeah cheers bro I know. <laughs> yeah well yes another dope story eh Tom really is a doer and so matter of fact. He sees life's obstacles, he ain't scared of them, he just builds a route past them in many ways. From leaving home at 16 to working to paying the bills, meeting Claire and her family, what he went through there, and the both of them realising dreams and going on adventures around the globe. I love his outlook on life. Calm, considered and with purpose. He is Art Gang. He's armed himself with it and moves around the world, blessing canvas and walls. Big up Tom and all of SDM, Fly's crew, ID, and all the other crew and friends. I'm never gonna get, forget Method coming back with that big matey painted the Baker Street. Dope times, man, dope times. Well, look, it's early morning here on a, what day is it? I don't even know. I'm just over halfway through my holiday. Sun's come up again. I'm sitting in the garden, about to go and walk the dogs on the beach. I love that chat, there's more on the way. Oh yeah, I'm going off to Barcelona with my son. He's 19 next month. Yes, nine, I have a 19-year-old son. I haven't been to Barcelona before, and I'm hoping to drop a quick piece with Punk, maybe grab some food with him. Another shared friend with Tom, actually. He lives over there. Remember, go and see Tom's work at Stolen Space, and then also on his Instagram, Tom underscore Gerard underscore. And then he also does an amazing podcast. It's called Bench Talk Podcast, Bench underscore talk. And um, yeah, it's dope. Loads of great conversations on there where he talks about artist processes and etc. Brilliant work. Big up, Tom. I'll catch you all soon. Enjoy the rest of your August. I hope you all have great bank holidays. Remember, love your city and love your culture. This is F24.